everyone. Go. Yeah, it's already been gone. Put the mic on his face. All right, Thomas. Mr. Josh. Mr. Thomas. How is you? Good, good, good. Ready to two, three, one, go. For sure, for sure. What are you thinking? We were talking about uh, your cousin, Sean. <laughs> well, Sean. Who works at Blockbuster. Sean's actually not my cousin. It was, a, uh, it was an old, um, they remember they used to do the phone scams <laughs> on like 95.5 PLJ back in 1990-something. I don't. There was a guy who called in with a voice changer as Darth Vader. Okay. And so Sean picks up the phone and he goes, thank you for calling Blockbuster Video. This is Sean speaking. How can I help you? And then on the other line, he hears, Sean, this is Darth Vader. <laughs> hey, get the, mic, get the mic a little bit closer to your face because- Sean, I, this is Darth Vader. Yeah. No talking. Just listen. I have Joe Dirt. If you ever want to see it again, I want $10,000. Sean <laughs> hangs up the phone. So Darth Vader calls back. Thank you for calling Blockbuster Video. This is Sean speaking. How can I help you? Bad move, Sean. And then he hangs up again. So he calls back one more time. Real bad move. Now I want. Then he gives some crazy amount of money. But so that became an inside joke with my family. Whenever someone did something dumb, I would say, bad move, Sean. And then it took a while for anybody to figure out what I was talking about. Oh, man. Man, that's crazy. You were right, though. Uh, you, you were at the right place whenever you were talking you don't have to get oh, closer the to the mic yeah i was looking at you got mine. some big like well the thing the is, here's the thing i have is my friend matt he's the producer so he usually checks the levels of like the voice to make sure it's gonna sound good and now i have to do that and i have <laughs> to whatever i'm doing you know and uh so you were right cool beans beans that are cool oh man so what do you think about this whole coronavirus thing and the rules and all this? Like, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, here's what I think. Nobody knows what they're doing. And nobody knows what to think. That's what I think. But do you know what you're doing? Uh, I do what people tell me to do. <laughs> I mean, I can only do what the government tells me to do, which is put on my mask. You know? You know, I... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think in, in that particular issue, as far as with wearing masks and all of that, it's more about the other person. Like for me, if, the, if I have friends like, okay, we're being safe in our lives outside. When we come together, we're not wearing masks. But when we're like when I'm working, I have a mask on if I'm around people. Uh, and it's, again, more about the other person. Sure. So if. If somebody's going to be scared, if I don't have my mask on, the most loving thing I could do is put wear, the right, put the mask for that down. person, you know? I, I, I will agree with you with that, 1,000%. Where the absurdity starts to happen, uh, and me and you both worked at my gym, and you know what my gym is all about. Which can also it's be a, your gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's a children's fitness center, and we work with kids, and we do birthday parties. And I still work there. Thomas currently does not. Um, but we worked together there for a while. And I'm just going to tell you the story. We did a birthday party just recently. And uh, 
We do just one teacher birthday parties because we don't want two teachers. Right, right. You know, because we want to feel like you can invite whoever you want to invite into our place, and it's going to feel safe. We're going to clean it, sanitize it, but we're different than how we used to be so involved in all the games and activities and everything else. We're it take a step back, and it's more like, how? what do you feel comfortable with? You want us to do this? Like, so... You know, you want us to interact with your kids. You want us to back away from your kids because a lot of people think a lot of different things. And uh, anyway, I was doing this party and I thought it, it was it was going really well. And we went upstairs to the uh, to the room to serve the pizza and stuff. And I was not going to serve the pizza. I wasn't going to serve anything. I wasn't going to touch the food because. Right, right. I wanted them to touch. They're, they're, they're their own family. I wanted them to touch the food. Well, I started to open up the, uh, the, the plates, had the plastic saran wrap still over them. So I was going to open that up. And an old, older gentleman walks over to me and he says, you going to put on some gloves before you do that? And I said, well... I said, I just sanitized my hands, so, so I, w- I wasn't planning on it. And he goes, oh, you're going to have to put on some gloves in order to do that. And I was just, like, so, like, caught off guard because I felt like I was doing something so wrong, right? But then I started to think. I just sanitized my hands. I'm going to put on these gloves. Right? Are those gloves sanitized? Like, do we sanitize the gloves in between each slice, in between each thing? You can do sanitation between each thing if your hands are free. But you're going to sanitize the glove? Like, I don't... What what are your thoughts on the whole glove-feeding thing? Because I think it's more unsanitary than it is sanitary. The gloves? Yeah, I haven't thought very much about that, like in the service industry. Um, you know what they say: when you go to film school, you become a maintenance man. That's why I have a maintenance job. <laughs> but there, we don't serve food, but we're working with. Okay, uh, we got to clean out, you know, some trash, or we got to, you know, work with plumbing. Sure. So I'm I'm always having gloves on for that. I don't want to get that stuff on me right. when I'm gonna go later and maybe not be able to wash my hands or whatever. But I haven't given much thought to the gloves. But as far as the coronavirus, here's a very interesting take, something to really think about. Uh, there was a king once, King David, and he was given a choice because he did something real bad. Uh, it was on like the line of saying he owned all the people, right? He, slavery? Like, like a, like a well, slave Well, no, owner? like, like a, if you can imagine a kingdom. So someone is set as a king in that kingdom. And if he goes and numbers all the people, he's saying that they are his. Okay. Like, not as, like, a slave thing, but, like, that he is more than, like, a king would be. Like, they belong to him. And when he did that, he was going to encourage... Like a cult? Not like a cult, more like, all right, if you have a bunch of sheep. How would you define it? When, yeah. when, when a human being is wrangling up people like sheep. Well, he wasn't wrangling. He was just counting them. 
He was numbering them, like saying, like taking a census. It was like a census, right? Okay. All right. And, I understand. Uh, and so if you imagine, let's say I came to your gym and started taking inventory of all the stuff. Okay. And then I, I you know, filed taxes on it or something so I could get money, whatever. I'm saying I own your stuff. Is yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was like, kind of like that. But and with people. But with people, but not owning them as slaves. It's very confusing if you but think. But uh, yeah, it's I say, like, almost like uh, semantics, you know, like uh, almost it like could saying, almost be like slavery, but it could almost be like property. Property is not as bad as slavery because you can still do what you want when you're property. Well, not not quite. More like this. Let's say if you have two towns, and you got Cornelius and you got Huntersville. All right, Huntersville starts saying coming into Cornelius and counting those citizens saying, no, they belong to this town. And then they're able to claim some, you know, tax relief on it or something like that. So it's anyway, all, it all comes down to tax relief, doesn't it? At the end of the day, <laughs> Thomas, I'm, I'm trying to make an analogy. It might not be working, but anyway, no, 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 please. David, he, he numbered all the people. And when this was found out, which it was known from the beginning, he was offered with three consequences. One was going to be that their enemies were going to come in and be able to take them over. Uh, another one, and I forget what it was, but this, this middle one is what relates to the coronavirus. Okay, good. Or there was going to be a plague. Mm. And like he, grasshoppers? No, like a disease, like a pest, pestilence. Oh. He chose that. And why do you think he would choose the plague? Well, because it's the most devastating no, he had to suffer the punishment himself. Oh, did he really? Him and all his all the kingdom. Oh, so why did he choose it then? Because God's in control over it. Whereas okay. if you leave it up to men, like if people are coming in to do something, now there's going to be some cruelty. You know what I'm saying? But mm. if you have a something that God's in control over, mm -hmm. then you have you know relief in in the heart because you know that there's something that's over that how do you uh so uh god governs right even even the hard things which what some, hard things like like coronavirus uh, but uh all right so if god was governing coronavirus right now you think he's uh doing a good job well see from if you think from our standpoint things can seem like they don't make sense however if you think about it, all things being worked together for good. Now, what's good in coronavirus, you could say? We don't know. Uh, this, the, the, uh, the production and profit of toilet paper. <laughs> People were literally was fighting really over good. toilet paper. Oh, I'm, I, this is crazy. And then I, this will be a little off topic, but you got to think, can't you just jump in the shower <laughs> Clean yourself off if you run out of toilet paper. Yeah. Or There's like, other uh, things that you need that are more important. Well, you could go collect leaves, you know. As uh, long as it's not poison you ivy. Know, no. <laughs> you know? Well. <laughs> poison ivy. Poison ivy would be a bad one to, to collect. Or po poison sumac, poison oak. Oh, man. Any of the poisons. I think anything that says poison before it yeah, is, is really bad. bad. Yeah, you don't want to put that on your butt. <sighs> this. Uh, no. All right. Back to your analogy. So it's like, it's like this. 
The same God that could stop coronavirus if he wanted to uh -huh. and is sovereign over it is also sovereign in the midst of it. And it's like this. I'm not sure how to explain it. Mm, you better make, you better figure it out like now. Well, you don't have to figure it out right now, but figure out how to explain it. Well, because if you if you can't figure out how to explain oh, it, you. then how are you then how then I how do are you supposed to, to be like an expert to know about it? Is what you know what I'm saying? Like Somet if you have a difficult time figuring right. it out, sometimes there's it's hard to find the words to make it under like. I understand it. It's hard communicating it sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like uh, I had it a second ago. Is it just some, is it just something that you think that is just like uh, oh all right here look. given to you? It's like it's kind of like this. We tend to think of things in a finite scale, all right? Okay. But if what I believe is true, which I believe it is. And I could get more into why if you want. I do want later after so, this point. Gotcha. So when somebody dies, all that happens really is it's a change of location. So death isn't a permanent. It's not like that's it. You're done. Like you're now you're dead and you haven't that you don't exist anymore. So someone who would die of coronavirus would simply be moved from one place to the other. Yeah. Now. Let me give you uh, a picture. Or if they died from any other thing. Any correct. other thing, correct. <laughs> so here, here's the picture. I'm going to ask you, uh, uh, give you a short story and ask you a question. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so it's a busy Monday morning. Imagine it, New York City, before the coronavirus. Oh, man. Some people hustling, bustling. Bustling, hustling and bustling. Hustling, bustling, biking, training. Man, well, all the B physical words. Training. Anything with that starts with the letter B. And, and going on the subway. But <laughs> so they're doing all that stuff. A bus pulls up to the station and swings open the doors and there's a blind man. Everybody's rushing past. This blind man gets on the bus. Now he's struggling to feel his way aboard. It's a packed bus. So someone who's on the bus gets up to give the blind man his seat. Was this a good thing? Morally. Uh, well, yeah, definitely morally. Now, was the person that was giving the blind person a seat doing it to get, you know, everybody, everybody, uh, like, clout? No, no, he... Was he doing it so he could get clout or was he doing it because he really felt like helping that person? That, so there's two. There's... No, he, he, he really did want to help that person. Okay. And so would you say it's a good thing? Yes, I would say that's well, a great a, thing. It was a terrible, bad move, Sean, real why, bad. Why is it bad? Well, because, you see, he actually got fired for doing it. Why? He was the bus driver. <laughs> Now, do you know what that's called? Oh my God. That's called That's a, called leaving your seat. No, that's called a paradigm shift. Um, where just a little bit more information I understand. Changes your perspective. Got you. On that. Got you. So and and pardon me for not having been explaining what I was trying to explain well, but no, I'm gonna get a, back into it. No, I, I, I honestly like you got me. So that that's the paradigm shift right there. Now. I'm going to give you and your listeners a fun trivia 
And then it will all relate back to the point I was trying to make at the beginning. Let's do it. Okay, so the trivia is this. And audience out there could be guessing this in their heads as, as they go. Well, I could I could be the audience. Okay. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna and, and then gonna, at the end I'll tell blow, you and I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit too. All right, cool. So if you're the audience and you're getting the uh that was my phone, sorry. I should have silenced it. Hey, that's a nice little ringtone there you got there. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm gonna give you a couple questions. You could answer them. I won't tell you if you're right or wrong to the, until the end of these questions. And then the audience can see how they did as well. So question numero uno. You ready for it? Uh-huh. Okay. So how... That means, uh, to the audience, that means question number one. See, si, Muy bueno. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been trying... To our non-Spanish speakers <laughs> out there. So question number one. Uh-huh. How many animals did Moses bring onto the ark? Oof. Mm. Of each kind. Just how many of each well, kind? Well, two of each kind. Okay, next question. We're going to try to rifle through these. All right. Question number two. Okay. What was question number two? Uh, if we're going to rifle through them. You I should, should know them you, faster. Then you should go. <laughs> I know. I should have prepared something beforehand. Or, or maybe, or maybe, oh, no. Josh, I'm just going to run out the door. Need? We need like a, a like a faster gun, like I know. maybe a, right. maybe Wait, a hold rifle. On. This takes is old school bayonet. It's an old school bayonet. Yes, yeah, so he's still got to stuff it with the uh, powder. All right, keg. that's right, that's right. Uh, now, which one goes first here? <laughs> Number one went. Okay, is it possible to end a sentence with the word the? Yes. Okay. Got that. Question number three. Now, before we do question number three, I have to ask you to slowly, very slowly, spell the word silk. S-I-L-K. Now, can you do it in a southern accent? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I can. S-L-A-K. Wait, that's not a southern accent. S-L-A-K, bang, bang. <laughs> that's not southern accent. Why is that not southern? What southern would be that's more like, like Alabama. Southern would be like S-I-L-K. Oh, man. Now you're the expert on southern <laughs> accents over there. <laughs> I've been down what, here. What, you don't like mine? What, <laughs> you, you want me to say it like you said it? All right, wait, now. Well, now there's the trap. See, here's the thing. <laughs> no, no trap. There's now, no trap. No, no. Now try try one more time <laughs> with it. Try and do you it like didn't like it the way I did it. Try to do it like Yosemite Sam. Oh my god! But you didn't say that before. You just said say it in a southern accent. I don't know what Yosemite Sam sounds like. Oh, holy! Oh, silky smooth. There you go. Wait. Now for the question: oh What god. do cows drink? Milk. No, they don't Too drink late. milk. It's they already written down. Water. Too they late. Give milk. Oh my God, he got me. Too late. All right, man. He's using he's using childish, uh, you know, moves on me. Now, question number four. Oh boy. So listen very carefully. <laughs> You're driving a bus. No, I'll change it to a train. Okay, okay? good. And what about on, an airplane? On this first well, train, train's good. Train's better. Okay. Airplanes, right. you're gonna have to get screening questions. We'll stay, we'll stay, we'll stay, we'll stay with questions. the airplane. <laughs> we'll just stay with the airplane. So anyway, <laughs> so, 
So, so uh, the train, right. Now, you get, you stop, the first stop, mm-hmm. 30 people get on. The train was empty. Okay, now there are 30 people on there. At the next stop, 10 get off. At the next stop, one more gets on. And one more stop, two get off. Mm. So here's for the question. What would you call the train driver? Fred. Fred. It's not like an engineer or a conductor or either of those. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the rules you want me to follow here. Right, so you that's didn't, you didn't say I could just call him Fred. Yeah, you could. he's an engineer for sure. <laughs> I go. don't know. All right, so Fred, it is. So we got one, two. <laughs> this is, I'm the wrong person to be doing this. No, too, no, probably. it's, it's going to be good. Is it? Yeah, I, I think we have like one more. Uh, all right. Can you name ten beers? Ten mm, beers. I think I can. Ready? I am ready. Soul. S O L. I never knew about that. Before. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Heineken. Budweiser. Milwaukee's Beast. Best. <laughs> you always messed up. No, Milwaukee's Best. But we always used to call it Milwaukee's oh, Beast. Oh, because it's gross, right? A little funny side story of that beer. I think it was or Milwaukee Ice or something like that. Anyway, we were going on the cheap. We were having a little barbecue. And my uh, father-in-law came and he saw those beers and he said, don't ever get those for anyone if you care about them. Ever again. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you got one, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. So Milwaukee's Beast. Uh, um, Molson. Oh. Ice House. Fosters. 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 Emu. That's it's a bird. From, it's from Australia. Oh, wow. That's what they call it. They have both. They have two. Can I use both of them? Yeah. Emu better. An emu, I think it's called sweet. Emu bitter and emu sweet. I think that's two. Wow, from you Australia. got one more left. One more left? Oh man, the top one, the one that you would want to be at the top, which means crown Corona. Oh, I can't believe I didn't even think of that. Dude, crazy. Crazy, right? All right, now. All right, so I did, I did good, right? You did well. Now, how many of the Ten Commandments can you name? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can name them all. Really? Pretty sure. I'd be so surprised. Would you? Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, do not murder. Uh, do not steal. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife. Uh, uh you're right. Then it does get difficult. Because why do you think it gets so difficult? That's crazy because yeah. I've been I've 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 known these my entire life. Now, did you know that you you grew up Roman Catholic, right? Yes, I did. I could tell by the way you listed them. commandment number 10, coveting. Now, did you know the Roman Catholic Church changed the 10 commandments? They literally changed them. They split. When? I don't know when, but I know. Recently? 
within no, this, the next couple of years? No, the this last was years? like a, a long time ago. Oh, okay. But they changed them because, you see, they took commandment number 10, which was thou shalt not covet, and they split it into two commandments. That shall, so, not, that shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. Wife or thy neighbor's goods. But oh, you know why they did that? Because they deleted the second commandment. What was that one? Which is, don't make for yourself any graven image or bow down to it or worship it. Why? Because the Roman Catholic Church has so many statues everywhere with people bowing to them and worshiping them. So they said, oh, we better get that out of there. And they deleted the second commandment. And then they put, they took 10 and split it into two different ones. Isn't that messed up? So they didn't say nine. They didn't say like 9A and 9B. Right. They said... They just Still said, the take number two out and split that tenth one into two different ones. Now, do do they still? So, where do they teach? Let me ask you this. Wait, are we still playing the game? Yeah, but any side question you have. Well, is, I just uh, uh, wondering where do they teach the Ten Commandments aside from the church? And and to be honest with you, the Catholic Church. It's not like the the Catholic Church. By the way, they don't have. I don't believe. Like Sunday school and things like that. All they have is like choir boys and like people that are doing chores and helping out the the Catholic, you know. And that's where things get a little dicey with the whole thing and the thing, you know, and all that craziness with the with the kids and all that stuff. Bad, 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 bad stuff. But they don't have Sunday they school did. in they, the Roman Catholic Church. They correct? used to. Uh, it was CCD. Mm. It was a catechism class, and you would go there for like if you to learn uh, to prepare to make communion. Um, but yeah, they do have a lot of false doctrine in the uh, in their in their the- their uh, teaching, mm-hmm. like splitting, changing the Ten Commandments. I mean, if you go and you read the Bible for yourself, you'll see. But there's the different... actual Ten Commandments. Okay. There's different translations, but like, for example, if I wrote to you in Greek, right, you would get somebody who spoke Greek and English so they could write it down in English for you, but the letter that I wrote you would be the same letter, but now it would be legible to you because I had written it in Greek. You don't read Greek. Now you read English. But let's say if it was translated like decades and decades ago, centuries ago, then it would be Old English. So it would be harder to understand because who translated it was Old English. Mm. I, I will go out on a limb and say I didn't understand any of that. Oh. Because you were like... Am I, I far fe- away from No, no, I feel like... No, no, it wasn't anything having to do with the microphone. It just has to do with the fact that I, I don't feel like that I'm as smart in, in that as you, you've read many more books, you've studied this much more, you've like actually been in the church much more than I have. The only thing that I can tell you about me is that I used to be very religious because that's what I was taught that I was supposed to be. And then I realized that my religion, which is Roman Catholic, was telling all the other religions that they could not be legitimate religions unless they somehow filtered into the thoughts and processes of my religion. And I thought that very selfish. Like, what a selfish religion. Why does this religion say 
hey, you know, eat meat on, don't eat meat on Fridays or like making all the rules, whatever the rules are, you know, like there, there, there are rules there for a reason, for sure. I'm not saying that they're not, for sure. But why isn't every rule okay? Why is just all rule okay? And I think that's what happens with religions is that just the one religion thinks that they're the only ones. Like, like Christianity. I remember talking to a friend and he served in Iraq and uh, he came back very spiritual, very, very spiritual. He came back. He worked for my gym and uh, he said, uh, he said to me, if you do not, if you do not take Christ into your heart, Christ meaning Christianity, Christ meaning Christ is your savior, you're going to hell. And I said, well, what about somebody that doesn't get the opportunity to meet Christ? Like, well, some kid like, I don't know, like Tarzan or something like that. And I'm just, you know, making this up. But th there's a scenario there. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are born that don't get, uh, you know, they don't get the opportunity to meet a Christian. So you're telling me that the people don't even get an opportunity to meet a Christian, they're also going to hell? And he said, yes. And I said, well, that doesn't sound fair. How could, how could God, who's supposed to be like all loving and all this, somebody that didn't even get the opportunity to meet or hear about Christ, how come they get condemned to hell? That doesn't make any sense to me. So then that's when I decided I was not a believer in the, the teachings of the church. I decided then that I was a believer in a God, in spirituality, in goodness, but not necessarily in the teachings of any institution that profited and gained from people joining that institution. Now, I'm glad that you, you shared that. Um, a little note that it's not exactly the same thing, but Roman Catholicism is not the same as true biblical Christianity. Just want to get that out there. Uh, I do have, have an answer to that, what you said. Um, God's word, he says, seek me with all your heart and you will find me. We're hardwired. You'll see, that's why you get so many different religions in, this, in the world and so many different, everybody's always looking for something to give them purpose. Mm -hmm. We're hardwired like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Science even shows that our neurological patterns are geared toward looking to a higher power. Um, so that being said, people who really want God, he will reveal himself to them, even if person never comes and tells how, do, how do you mean like reveal himself to them like, like for example did you know that now again i would have to do like i can't give you a source but you could go and research this for yourself but there was an it had to been during the the ming dynasty in, Back, Ch in so china like, a long time ago and what's their main religion down there well they're mostly there? atheism but this atheists, no, Chinese, yeah, most, most, of that. you, you have some Buddhists over there. They're not atheists, they're atheists. A lot, a the lot, Chinese, of, are a you lot, sure? A lot of Buddhism is atheistic, 
Some Abby, of it is not. No, Buddhism is. Sometimes. Sometimes people will deify Buddha. Sometimes it's just philosophy for living. It depends on the individual Buddhist that you talk to. Can I, can I interject for one? Sure. Have you ever thought that God is us and we are God and God is one and the purpose of life is for us to reach the singularity, which is, which is all of us in a singularity together, like, and that there are many aspects of that, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the singularity would be like, uh, like a, like a number, I think it's number one. Like a consciousness right? level, right? Yeah, but like we're all working in sequence, like straight, straight up. And I know nobody can see this, but it's a pen, just straight up and down. And this is what life is, right? It's just uh, from the bottom to the top. But, and that's the best, right? Like, a, like the straightest you can get, that's, that's where you get, generate all of the energy from, right? God, quote unquote. And then you, and then, what you don't see is, you know, uh, uh, it, everything spins and it could spin all the way out here or it could spin close. But basically that's, you know, it's, it's all, all of us trying to spin around a singular, sing, this is difficult to say, singular singularity, <laughs> say that three times fast, um, around something that's a truth, which is straight up and down. And I'm going scientific on you, but I don't know any science. Like, but I have seen this before when I have been on psychedelics. And I, and I, and I, I don't want to get into that right now. I want to finish what you want to say, but have you ever thought that maybe it's not about that there's a God Maybe we are all a part of God. Like we, we are all God, and and God is us. We are God, and God. Like it's like I actually, uh, when I first left the Roman Catholic Church in my, I guess I was probably about nineteen twenty. The first uh, belief system I I had gotten myself into was that it's called New Age theology, or pantheism or panentheism mm. that's the belief in in a universal life force energy which is consciousness and and uh it's it's also very similar to hindu beliefs because that when you reach a certain level of enlightenment then you well they have the whole chakra thing where it's like eight levels of uh eight levels of being and then you become a unison right and that would be that singularity and that would be yes. that uh, what they call enlightenment correct the the only thing with that with having been in that and prescribed to that kind of belief system it actually never had i never had peace with it you know what i'm saying i never experienced peace there was always i was always like restless is the only way i could describe that well, and, and nobody's saying that Christianity is not a part of that chakra either, by the way. Maybe, uh, maybe 
with time that went on, that chakra belief only had the eight singularities, right? Or the eight uh, levels to the singularity. Maybe Christianity came along later and was like, I want to be number nine. Let me be number nine. I'm cool. Like, hey, we got all these. Look at all these people believing in us. Have you ever thought maybe like Christianity came along later? It's like the younger child of older, more religious, more uh, wise beings. Have you ever thought maybe? Back then, I or does that freak you out? Not, it doesn't freak me out, but back then I did think things like that. But if you, uh, if you look up this guy, Stephen Bancars. What's his name? Stephen? He's Stephen Bancars. Is that he with was, a V? Yeah. Bangars? B-A-N-C-A-R-Z. Bancars. Bancars. He uh, was like a new age guru. Was and he an author? What is he? He he was uh, he had his own like website. Uh, he was a guru, meaning a teacher, and he he was a uh, advisor, uh, author, all in New Age. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has done a lot of research, and he's got some stuff posted on his site about the scientific research that's been done into like meditation and yoga and all that stuff, and. The end of all that is usually psychosis that people suffer from when you try to empty your mind of all things and reach that singularity. Um, a psychosis? What do you mean? Yeah, like people start to all of a sudden have schizophrenia, encountering different beings that are not benevolent, all sorts of things like that, which I, that happened to me when I was lost in the New Age. Believe me. Did it happen to you because you took a psychedelic and no, you don't have to? I didn't you take know. any psychedelics. I mean, I I did, uh, you know, I, you know, cannabis at at, when, at that point in time, but it wasn't like I wasn't tripping out on that. I mean, I wouldn't even take it, and then these kinds of things would happen. It was worse if I did, if I did smoke at that point, which I no longer do, but back then I did, and not like every day. But if I did, it got it would make it worse. It would exacerbate the situation. But this was just being. Well, you say worse. Why would it be worse if you're if oh, you're like had... if you're cracking the egg of enlightenment? Like it's not going to be pleasant. But like, why is it why is it bad? Well, because you encounter these things. What that, things? Like beings that Which are not beings? good. Believe Which me. Which ones? Well, they're fallen angels, demons, demons, things like that. Yep. You and, they, them? and they pretend that they're angels of light. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's really bad. But only demons I've seen uh, have been crawling on my walls. Are you serious? Shadow figures. Yeah. That's, that's messed up, man. And here's a little. I know. I, I had one. Where one go- time. Here? Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, not here, not in this building. Oh, Thank okay. God, I had to move out of that building because I was like. Let oh, me tell no. you something. Here's another interesting fact, all right? And um, we're going off on so many tangents. No, no, we are, but it's good. But uh, it's fine. These these things, right? Alien abduction. If you've ever researched into any of that. Right? Yeah, I know a lot about it, but I'm very like that's the most frightening thing to me in the world. That 
that one thing is the most frightening thing to me in the world. Like I horror movies or anything. Like, all right, two yeah. move, two movies I'll tell you. Dark Skies and another movie uh uh um called the the fourth kind. Oh my oh, god. Oh man, that's I don't know. I've heard Let of me those, tell let me tell you about those two movies freak the shit out of me. Like they are straight so the fourth kind is more of a true account. Dark Skies is more uh like uh, fictional. You know, but based on true events, but fictional. I mean, it didn't really happen to this particular person. Uh, the fourth kind happened to this particular person in Alaska. Is that the... In like, Anchorage, Alaska, which, uh, let me tell you, if you do some research in Anchorage, Alaska, there is a lot of people that have been abducted. And it happens there because, like, the population's less. It's easier to it's easier to take from that population. If you're a higher being, like if you were fishing or something like that, for sharks or something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You, like the human beings are like, where where do we catch these guys the best? Where do we trap them and catch them? You know, and that's how we we also interact like that. We catch fish and tag them and throw them back in and, and track their. We try to study them. So what's to say that somebody's not doing that to us? I mean, for sure, they're well, doing that to us. So here's, here's the interesting thing. Ufology is what's known as the study of UFOs and all, all these kind of phenomena. Mm -hmm. Harvard had conducted a study on it as well. And this main fact that I'm about to share with you, they didn't know what to do with it. Because up until, you know, in all the accounts, all these abductees are saying this particular thing, which I'm about to share with you. Uh, and you can research it for yourself. Uh, up until this point, they thought that once you're in an abduction scenario, there's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, you've heard of Whitley Strieber. Uh, he wrote the book Communion. And it was a movie. They made a real creepy movie about it in like the late 80s, early 90s. But he had a lot of abduction experiences and he lived in upstate New York. Anyhow, he, the way he described these things was like they were demons where he said that they wanted his soul. That's what he was saying about these aliens. But anyway, so they find out this information, which is a common thread among. So scary. Yeah. I like you're like, I have like, uh, oh, nobody can see you, but I have chill bumps. Like the fact that aliens want to come and steal your soul, your, that's which is basically your life force, basically. And that's it's your life force. It's your life. Your soul is your life. It's what, it's what allows you to go from one dimension to another dimension. It's what allows you to continue on after death. The more soul you have, the more you can continue on. And these beings try to take that from you. That's the impression that Whitley Strieber got. And you yeah. can look up that quote from it him. It makes sense. It's, it makes sense in a scary way. It's not like I want to say it makes <laughs> no. sense. Like, and, uh, no, I, I like I'm like rooting no, no, for no, no, it no, 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 I got you. But here's the thing. So Crazy. with all these studies, this is the one thing that they found out. Okay. Anyone who was being abducted that said, Jesus, help me, were called out saying, Jesus, the aliens dropped them right back in their bed. Abduction over. You don't have to take my word for it. Research it yourself. 
Oh, okay. It, it's and so really no yeah. way, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. As soon as you say that, they drop you. Are you sure? I'm positive. Positive. That's a crazy statement to make. And what you what you can do, and ladies and gentlemen, Thomas does not drink, does not take anything. Like he is a straight up devout. What would you call yourself? A uh, follower of Christ, Christian. Follow Biblically. Christian. Christian follower, but what's your denomination? Because there's like I don't know, like See, thousands denominations. I mean, there's some. You don't believe in denominations. I. It's but not, that's what Christianity is. Well, you got Methodist, you got Baptist, right. you got this, you got that, you got that. But there's that. two main things. There's you're either evangelical or Catholic. And what's evangelical? What's the main difference between evangelical? And evangelical. Catholic? We agree that the Bible is. The word of God, and it's the it's gospel centered, which we'll get into. And um, and Roman Catholic Roman Catholicism is? is all like works based, which we'll get into that too. It won't take too long, but but anyway, and and I think that will make a lot of sense to you. Yeah, I'm like so interested. Like I'm, you got me like awesome. Like I got like chill bumps. Awesome, awesome. It's crazy because I do believe in all of this. You're right. There is a there is a, a a huge I believe that there is a huge comparison between um religion and science and that is not being taught to everybody because maybe not not anybody knows exactly what the correlation is but there I believe there's a true link between religion and science and the stars and astrology and uh even going back to ancient civilizations like the Sphinx and this and that, like there's there's a, a there's a there's a a lot missing, like the missing link, like <laughs> I mean we became humans from what well, Neanderthals. Here's, here's an interesting fact. All right, even Darwin said if you could prove that something was of irreducible complexity. That means you can't, it can't exist without all the parts that it has. Then his theory would completely fall apart. But then he follows it up saying, I have found no such thing. But look at the human eye. I mean, what could the eye have been before it was an eye? How could it have possibly evolved? You know what I'm saying? Like your eye has hundreds of thousands of light sensitive cells in them, focusing muscles that they focus like thousands of times a day. It's the most advanced camera. We can't make a camera as good as the human eye. But if you take away one part of the eye, it's no longer an eye and it no longer functions. So how, like, how could that have, you know what I'm saying? All the parts for the eye were needed at the same time. But why time. would anybody, if, t- if it took millions and millions of years to put the eye together, why would anybody take the eye apart? Well, Nobody would do but that. But meaning, what would it, how could it come together over millions of years if it if it's one piece missing let me give you another example think about the circulatory system you know your heart it needs blood right in order to function but the blood needs the heart to pump it and the heart needs blood to be made and the blood needs the heart to pump it your veins are needed for the blood to flow through so the heart has something to pump it through you have a daughter and yeah. a son yes. recently born. Uh-huh. Did you go through the process of uh, 
seeing it as a fetus inside the yeah yeah you know uh, is it called uterus is it yeah, a fetus yeah. inside the in the uterus, womb right? yeah yeah in the womb it's beautiful no i know awesome. it's, it's an amazing thing especially if you know that that's yours and it's getting made just specifically for you that's a crazy thought like that's the most if you were gonna say love was anything that's ultimate love that's the singularity that's the singularity and that and because that's the ultimate love i mean i mean you you know better than i do you have two and i have one and i know i would right what now how would you define love like if you could define it what that love you're talking about sacrifice exactly because real love is putting somebody else's needs before your own. Or putting your own needs before theirs. Like sacrifice. No, sacrifice. Me meaning, right, you put their needs above your own. Yeah, 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 for sure. For so sure. That's, that's what, that is what, that's love what true is. love is. That's what true love is, is sacrifice. Right. right. Good one. Hey, true love is sacrifice. Hey, let's make some t-shirts. That's a great shirt to have. It is. So... Uh, what we were saying but about uh, I like I like I like how we take uh, I like how we take that's uh, a soda opening I'm sorry I know it's okay <laughs> oh, oh no, no that's a soda spilling you did this on purpose <laughs> I didn't do it I didn't shake it man he it's Dr Pepper it's Dr Pepper man. and he docked it up his oh, table now all old doctors can come try to talk to us about true love and sacrifice no this. That's a beautiful message. And I knew that there was a reason that I wanted to like talk to you and have you be the first one that I ever talked to because like I find you like a very interesting person. I appreciate you. Like, and I likewise, really do. likewise. Like I like I look at you and I, I'm like awed by you have and and Look, I I don't like this man sexually or anything at all. But it, like, ever since I've known him, I've and we've had our run-ins or whatever. Like anybody else has, we work together or whatever. But I've always felt there was a reason that I knew you. Like I've always felt there was a reason to speak to you and to understand what you believe. And I thought that what. Maybe like what you believed and I believed, we come together and make it even better. Something like that. I don't know why I thought that. Well, we, we still have plenty more things to talk about on that topic. And we still have to go all the way back. Back around to the corona. And, and not only that, but the game we were yeah. playing. We were playing a game. So it'll, it'll all make sense. But uh, Let's back, go back to your question about the, the people who you were concerned about that had never heard the message of Christ and what would happen to them. So I said that God reveals himself to those who diligently seek them. Well, I, I've experienced that, who diligently seek him. I experienced that myself. What was the experience? I was seeking God. What was and, the experience? Was well, it like an the, alien abduction? No. In the Roman Catholic Church, there was... That was a joke. Oh, okay. There was, there was no peace... There was, you know, I, it was just a bunch of, all right, sit, stand up, sit down, kneel, do this, do that. And you can't really even ever hardly understand what they're preaching about. Uh, 
then I went into the new age and had a lot of run-ins with like we were, we were talking about dangerous. And the more I tried to become free from the world, right? That's why I got into the new age type of thinking and way. Mm -hmm. The more I thought I was becoming free, the more I was becoming in bondage to really my own self, my own justifying of what I would do and what I thought was right and coming up with reasons why. Bondage. Yeah, like, meaning you're like a slave to it. You're a slave to yourself. Right, right. And to... But if you're supposed to be serving Christ, like how... Well, that's how not you now. ever become... That Christ freed me. Okay. But when I was in the New Age stuff, I was becoming more and more into bondage of, you know, justifying my own self. Like if, okay, just, just the simple well, thing. Well, the New the Age, sorry. Oh, just a simple thing of being like selfish. Like, hey, if the New Age motto is this, if it feels good, do it. Do what thou wilt. And that's a satanic motto. Is it really? Yeah, it comes from Aleister Crowley, who was a very famous Satanist. And so it's people put their needs above the needs of others. And that's the opposite of love, which is what we were just talking about. Love is you put other people's needs above yours. Correct. But if you're serving yourself and if it feels good, do it. And you come up with justifying why it, you do what you do. Now you're doing the opposite of loving people. I understand exactly what you're saying. And, and yes. And... We, Hey, we're going to be selling these shirts like lickety split. Like, <laughs> people are going to love these shirts. Nice. Um, because I don't, I don't think that a lot of people know this. This is new knowledge. I believe this is brand new knowledge. Ancient knowledge. But yeah, not ancient many knowledge, people. but not many people know about it. Right. Because not many people take the time to talk about it. In this particular reference if me and you were just talking we were just sitting on the couch it'd be different that would, it wouldn't get as deep right we feel like for some reason we talk at these little bees knees that <laughs> it that it's reaching a lot more people and that's our hope that's our intent that we reach a lot more people with our message with the message with the message right whatever the message may be and true love is sacrifice is Man, I can't believe I got that right, though. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, that's because awesome. Because imagine if I had said true love is happiness. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people think. But it's not. A lot it's of times love is going to make no, you No, because sad. you only get happiness from sacrificing yourself so that they become happy and that makes you happy. Right, so happiness is the result, but yeah. not the goal. Right, like Christmas. Whenever you're, whenever you're receiving a gift, yeah, you're happy when you're a kid. But whenever you get older and wiser, giving the gift right. is what makes you happy. It's a far better thing to give than to receive. It's a far better thing. And I think, yeah, and I believe, I had a whole, I had a whole podcast where I said, I, I was being stupid, but I was thinking because I was, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I listened to Joe Rogan a lot. And a lot, and a lot of Joe Rogan's podcasts, he always says, I think, I think, I think. I think, I think, I think, like, even as guys say, I think this, I think that, I think this. And I'm like, man, like, if you really, if you really, like, had some, like, you know, real feelings behind that, shouldn't it be I believe? Yeah. 
instead of I think. That's right. It should be I believe. So instead of you saying I think, I think, I think, you say I believe, I believe, I believe. But, and I know that that's a stupid thing to think about. No, ah, you Oh, I just said ah, think. I it's just not think. stupid at all. That's a great point. Right? If you even look at what the word believe means, which I would like to get back to, so I wrote that down. But that the person in, in China or wherever that never heard about Christ. So if you truly seek God, he will reveal himself to you. And I experienced it because he did. Mm-hmm. He totally saved me from the horrible mess that I was in. It was bad. But uh, anyway. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? Or no? Oh, yeah, sure. After this game, I would love to because it'll make more sense after the game. Okay, my friend. Now... There was old, and again, I want to say, maybe it was the, I don't, I forget what dynasty it was. I could look it up right now, but the, with the that, Chinese. That's why you have a computer oh, right there, great. so that you can look it up if you want to. And, okay, uh, give me one second, maybe. No, 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 take your time. I'll, I will talk to the audience in your stead. He is looking up, he is looking up what he needs to look up so that he, you know, you know, so that it's factual. Because here's what we do here is we... We want to say the truth. It's, we want to say the truth. We don't, want to, we don't want to make up lies, you know, and if somebody says something, I'm going to go back and I'm, going to, and I'm going to fact check them. And I'm going to say, are you sure that's what you said? And a lot of times people say things and they're just not accurate. They're just not accurate, you know, and they, and they wholeheartedly say it because it's so easy to say a lie in this world. There was a movie. Do you remember that movie, uh, Thomas? That movie, uh, called, it was uh, with Ricky Gervais, where it was like uh, it, they were living in a land of everybody tells the truth. And you don't have to answer this because I know you're, but they were living in a land where everybody tells the truth. And then suddenly he figured out he could lie. And, no, and, and he became like the king of the world because he was the only one that yeah. would lie. I don't, I never heard of that one. Oh man, it's a really funny movie because the premise is if you can lie, you can get away with anything. It'll always catch up to you. No, I'm, yeah, I believe that. Where was it? I could find it. No, it's, 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 you're all good, my friend. I think that I had it here. Well, I appreciate you actually, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought that my podcast with the I believe versus okay, the right. I think premise was. Uh, no, that's going to come very important. I, I thought that it was, I thought that it had, that it made no sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And you're going to be so happy when you figure out why. All right, let's go. All right, but it was the Han Dynasty. It was the Han, the Dynasty, Han Dynasty when this happened. Okay, okay. Okay. And they had written down this prophecy about this one day when yin and yang got mixed up and the sun got all dark and the man from heaven, all the sins of all the people were on him and he died. And that, that's what was written by the Chinese people who had nobody going to them telling them about any of, the th- of these things. Okay. So God reveals himself. To anyone who really wants to know him. Because there are some people that don't really want to know the truth. 
They just want to know what's going to make them feel good. That's true. But the people who really want to know the truth, the truth will be given to them because God is good. Now, do you have to be pure? No, like you, like I, I was just full of garbage and Christ saved me. He, he is the one who's pure and he makes us pure in him. Can I ask you a question? Because I know yeah. that there's going to be a lot. Uh, we're speaking to a large demographic, which pertains to males and females. Mm-hmm. And maybe there may be, you know, some transgenders, some gays, maybe some others. And I don't know how you feel about that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to reveal that. But is there a particular reason why you think that God or... Well, Jesus was definitely male, but well, was he definitely male or was he definitely white or was he definitely black? All right, let's scratch that off because I don't, I wouldn't talk particularly about God. Why is it that he is a he? Well, there's a couple of times, it's kind of like this. This is like the only thing I could think to say is exactly how Jesus put it. God is spirit. God is spirit. But why, why so, can't spirit be a female? Well, how can I explain this? Okay, so if you could imagine, you're, gonna, you're going to visit the creation that you created, and you take on a body. Jesus Christ was definitely a male. And he no, is, but we don't know that for oh, sure. Sure we do. How did we know? There's that? actually extra biblical accounts written about Jesus. Flavius Josephus was one of them. Tacitus is another one. He was written about in other documents that are outside of the Bible. And the Bible is actually very, it's, it's historically accurate. It's a historical text. And there's been several proofs, uh, like tunnels that are described in the Bible were actually found. Things that people didn't know about, including a particular race of people not really want to use the word race because it's one race, one human race, different tribes. Oh, so, like ant people? No, like a like a different tribe. Have you ever heard about them? Ant people? No. The ant people? Oh, type of aliens? No, no, no. Yeah. The the people that went underground whenever yeah, whenever the, whenever the big uh floods happened, they went underground and they like Oh, like the Nephilim. I don't uh, know about that. I don't know about the Nephilim. You could teach me about the Nephilim. I don't know about them. I just know here's, here's what happened. Sorry. Man, I cut you off, didn't I? No, it's all good. Uh, I Fini- think we should try to, try to stick thing. to the topic. Yeah. Because um, we don't want to, you know, we're both of, our, both of us, we, we just can talk for like I know, days and, straight. And I'm just like so excited. So- it's, Thomas is going to be a regular guest for sure, a thousand percent, because... There's no way that me and Thomas could talk for just however long and not and cover everything that we want to talk about. I know that there's a lot that you yeah. have to say, and I know that there's a lot that I have questions about. Gotcha. That's how it works. Cool. You Very got, cool. Yeah. So, uh, right. So Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. They, there's other extra biblical documentation about him as well. Now, he's God in the flesh. Now, God, in essence, 
is spirit. So that's not male, it's not female, but the way God revealed himself to his creation is as a male. That's, but male and female are equal to God. We have different, like, I can't go and give birth to a child. I'm not made for that. So we, we do have different roles. And we, we do best when we function in our roles. However, they're both equal to God. And, and if you read it, you'll see that a lot of people take a lot of scripture out of context and they try to like say things that they, they don't even know what they're really saying. But we could get into that another day. I just want to give you the main thing today. So God reveals himself to his people. And uh, back to that test, which will loop right back around. So we answered five questions so far. Uh, you said two of each kind of animal is what uh, Moses brought into the ark. You said you can end a sentence with the word the. You said cows drink milk. You would call the train conductor Fred. I you, would I would like to retract. It's the too cows late. Drink it was already said one because that was a trick question. Now look, but you're right. Beers. You now, named now ten. Now I sound like a dummy. No, no. This is. Believe because me. I know, because that's, a, that's like an IQ one. No, this is not an IQ test. I failed this test myself. So it'll make sense afterwards. <laughs> okay. All right, you can name 10 beers, but you, you only had three commandments. Okay. So we talked, about, uh, there's got to be one more question. I know there is. Mm. Okay. I'm going to pass this paper to you with these words on it. You can read it out loud, but you can't keep looking at the paper. You can only get one chance, and you have to count the number of times you see the letter F, okay? And what does the letter F signify? Just, it's just like uh, to see how many times you count the letter F. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a fun game. Man, I thought we were going to get be able to get past religion, but no, no, no. Seems like this is the wheelhouse, religion. Okay. So read that and count each time you see the letter F as you're reading it out loud. But you can't mark on it. You have to just do it mentally. All right. Finished one, files two are the results of years of three scientific four study five and research five okay let me count them for you okay so you counted five yeah uh, one two you did a great job what did i win you got it right did i win yeah Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I won. Now, here's where we get into... The but we can't feed into the ego. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing about being a great human being is you can't have a big ego. You have got to think of others before you think of yourself. I True think that's story. the number one thing that we're trying to mention here. Okay, so... So I'm not overly excited that I won, but, I, but at the same time, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> now, 
before <laughs> now we're about to get into the next question. Oh no. So this oh, was no. section one, but here's why. Oh boy. Okay. So we talked about the paradigm shift where a little more information causes you to think a little differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the first question you got wrong because Moses didn't bring any animals on the ark. It was Noah. The second one, you can end a sentence in the word the because that question was a sentence and it ended in the. So you had that right. Cows don't drink milk. They drink I water. I got that wrong. They got that wrong. You would have called the conductor of the train Josh because the first piece of information I gave you was that you are the conductor that you're driving I the understand. train. I uh, understand. So, I'm, so, so the lesson is listen. <laughs> <laughs> the beer, you got the beers one wrong because you could only name the beers and not the commandments. Man. So you got two out of six. Two out of six. That yep. sounds like a failing average to me. Now, here's why. Because a lot of times, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. This was a fun little thing. where Oh, but, it's fun. I, 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 I like it. But, but what it is is this. Oftentimes, we think we know something and we're sure of it, but a little more information shows us Wait a minute, right? So now, in these next questions, you already answered some of them in the podcast by what we were talking about. Uh, Now, do you believe in an afterlife? Yes. Okay, now, in, so, like, in what way do you believe that there's a heaven and a hell? Uh, No. Okay. Now, do you believe in a heaven? No. Okay, so no heaven, no hell. So what is the afterlife? But the afterlife for me is going forward into a... Uh, all right, so uh, let me start again. Depending on how well you did in your life, in this life, determines what you get to do in the next life. So let's just say you were a piece of shit in this life. Then, then in the next life, you you get you get less resources to start at the where you started before, and if you are in the uh, if you were a good person, if you did well, then in the next one you get like a lot of resources and a lot of like forward uh, stuff, like you get a head start to do things. So I know a lot of people say that. It's all based on um, where you land in life or, or whatever, but no, I don't, I don't believe in that at all. I believe in that you land where you're supposed to land. What effort you gave in the previous life is, is what you get in the next life. That, that's what I believe. So now, in that, I would say, who... Who would be in charge? And I'm sorry about this, Dr. Pepper, on your table. No, you're all good, brother. So who who would be in charge of giving out? Now, can someone come back like as an animal, or like if you were real bad, would you be a roach or a, like a? I think like so. A, I think if you were, I think if you were a roach as a human being, you come back and you're a roach. So who would be in charge of like delving that out? You are. But you so are. you would say to yourself, oops, now I got to, like, like, let's say you, you died. Mm-hmm. Then you would say, all right, I did this, this, and this, so then I no, got to be a roach? Di- 
No, when you die. No, here's the thing. Uh, I said to you this earlier, and this is my true belief. This is what I uh, honestly believe, and you can try to prove me wrong at some point in time, Thomas, because I, I believe you. I believe that you believe that Christianity is the way that you want to go, and I believe that you believe that Christianity is what saves everybody. I will say, no. You save yourself. You save your own soul based on how good you are. And that's what happens to you in the afterlife. It's only you. So it's, it's, let's just say you're lost in the jungle and you didn't get to see, uh, you know, uh, the person that's supposed to give you the Christianity, right? You don't go to hell. No, you don't. That little kid lost in the jungle gets to decide whether he wants to be a good person or a bad person. That's what decides his place in heaven or hell. So you would say it's based on on your performance. Your character. So, your character. So the human nature then, that would be what we would have to look at. The human nature. Uh, correct. So would you say people are generally good or bad? I think it's 50-50. I think that's why the yin and the yang is there. I think it's 50-50. And, and just for clarity too, um, I'm not saying that anyone goes to hell because they didn't believe it's it's our it's our actions that like let me explain it to you like this so 50 50 i used to consider myself a good person um when i compared myself to other people now most of us would like what you would consider would you consider yourself a good person mm. i think i think i, I I think I'm failing in that regard. Well, see, that's a good place to be to say that because if the worst place you could be is in pride saying, hey, I'm a great person or hey, I'm a good person. Because in reality, none of us really are. Because if you think about it like this, if I went to court because I did a crime, I wouldn't be there for any of the good things that I did. In fact, if I tried to say to the judge, hey, judge, you know, uh, I know I did this crime, but I did this, this, and this that were good things. I fed the homeless. I, I took in a sick lady. It's and not as good. It's not. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't supersede right. the negative it's things the, that you did. It's and I'm not there for any of those good things. I'm there for the breaking right. of the law. So it's so human nature is corrupt nature. We're all, we all are like that, if you think about it. Well, the, the, let me say this. The, the fruits of, uh, um, what do you call it when, whenever you have um, desires that are bad? What do you call it? Whenever you have like a desire that's really bad, but you know it's bad, but you still really want it. What do you call that? There's a it's thing. like a lust. No, not lust. But it, it, the heart of the matter is this. What, what, right. It's the matter of the heart. This is what I think you're trying to say. Hey, the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Right. That's another t-shirt. What? No. That's another t-shirt. The, <laughs> the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Oh, my God. Hey, that's a beautiful saying. 
I the heart where, of the banner is the banner of the heart. I forget where I Holy heard that cow. from, but it is. It is. Did you hear that somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now I'm not gonna write it down because I don't want to copyright. But it's true because if you think about it like this, before somebody's gonna do something horrible like kill someone, they hated them first. That was in the heart. That hate was in that person's heart, and then they did the killing. You're talking about a Bible story, though. You're talking about like Cain and Abel, I think. Why didn't well, I know that? Any any person really, but, but, but that the, is the a Cain story and Abel you're trying. You, the story you're trying to say is the Cain and Abel story. No, correct? I'm saying our story. Think about it like this. But nobody tries to kill other people for right. the most part, right? But people hate each other every day. So that hate in the heart is what exists there. Mm-hmm. Whether you have the restraint on it or not, that condition exists. It's that's the matter of the heart. Now. I, I have to pee really bad, folks. I, I gotta stop it. I, we're back. All right. So we were talking about the heart of the matter is it's a matter of the heart. So while while it is true that people don't most people don't go out murdering people, like you were saying. However, they most people do have hatred in their heart, even if it's just one moment. But the point is, before someone ever kills somebody, there is that hatred in their heart. Before somebody commits adultery, they have lust in their heart. Before someone steals, they have covetousness in their heart. So the outward action of the thing that we're talking about actually exists within that person before they do it. That's the difference between a root and a fruit. See, the fruit is the thing that you could see, right? So, um, oh, I got pen on my hand here. <laughs> so, the fruit of it is, is the thing that, that you can see and you can experience. But the root of the thing which causes the fruit is the underlying. So, the, the root of murder is hatred. The root of adultery is lust. The root of thievery is covetousness. And God sees the inward of the person. Man looks on the outside. We, we see what somebody appears to be. But God knows that person intimately on the inside. And that's why I say to you, people don't go to hell because of what they believe. People go to hell just like a criminal goes to jail. Because of the crime. Because of the inner. And if any, if I got what I deserve, I'd go to hell. I'm telling you straight. Because I know my thought life. I know the things I see come up in my head. I know, you know what I'm saying? I'll be driving on the road. And, uh, you know, I am getting a lot better with this. Not by my own power, but by what God is doing in my life. Someone cuts me off <laughs> or is speeding behind me. I... uh I, I get that, those feelings of anger. You know what I'm saying? And that's the root of murder. How many times you've been driving along and you think something like this? Man, if I just had a laser attached to this car, I'd zap that guy right now. Well, I, n- I, never, I never went Star Wars on it, but I have driven next to somebody and thrown a pen. That oh, was, yeah, you told me about I that. I threw a pen across the street. <laughs> and I was like, I hate you. But that was my laser. But I never went Star Wars on it. But yeah. But you see what I, I mean now? Exactly what you're That's saying. the root of murder. And here comes the paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Right? So the paradigm shift is the more we know, the more information we have, 
the clearer our view on something becomes. So now we go from thinking that we're good people to understanding the truth about our own nature, right? If you've ever told a lie, if you loved someone, you wouldn't lie to them. If you've hated, God sees that as murder. If you ever looked at someone- Hold on, let's go back now. You said if you love somebody, you've never lied to them. Right, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to lie to them. You, you wouldn't know? want to lie to them, but that there are, and I and I don't. And mean I'm not to step talking about discretion. Toes. I don't mean to start. I don't mean to, you know. But like, mo, I would venture to say that most lies from one human being to another happens to happen to people that they love, right? Because but, they're scared of. What you know that the truth. No, that the tr the truth will like that. That there will be. Uh, I'm saying this bad, but that the lie. No. Could you give me an example? Like I'm not talking about. Hey, does my does this dress make my butt look fat? Kind of thing. Although that is also a lie. That is also a lie. Okay, so that is the perfect example. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you for putting me right back on track. <laughs> so uh, does it matter how big the lie is or how little the lie is? Because look, when you do say, does this dress make my butt look big? Well, that's also a... It's, you could it's say relative. something else. You could say something like, I love that dress because it's on you. you and could, I love a big butt. You well, can say that. You could say that. Well, I love a big butt. I don't care who else loves big butts. That's my big butt. <laughs> you can say that. But so You're you right. could you could say something that's so true. You could like, make it nice. If you if if you love somebody, you won't want to lie to them. Now, on this topic of lying, you got to think of it like, okay, this is gonna make sense after I'm after I say it. So imagine you take a little rock in your hand and you scratch a beat-up jalopy in a junkyard. It doesn't belong to anybody. You scratch it. Someone's going to probably say, what's wrong with this guy? Is he crazy? Now, if you do it to a car that somebody just bought it for a penny, you'll be reprimanded. But now imagine you go and you take that same rock and you scratch a brand-new Bugatti something. Uh, or a fully, you know, uh, or a brand new Mercedes Benz, just some high end, awesome car. I don't even know if they make Bugattis anymore. That's probably yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have heard of Bugattis for sure. It's, I think it's an old. I think they car. still make them. Oh. I, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. But Rolls some car of, of great some value, nice. right? Yeah, you okay. Scratch that. Right. Yeah, we got it. Now you're gonna have now a what? huge fine. Now you're in big All trouble. Right. So what's the point so with the, that? The point is. It's not necessarily what you think the action is, but it's the object that you committed the action against. So when you sin against an eternal God who is perfect, just, and holy, that's a big thing. He's the one who made us. So when we thumb our nose at him, it's bad. But he doesn't want to give us what we deserve, and that's the good news. But to get to that good news, we have to look at the uncomfortable first, which is we've all lied, right? Even if you, like, even if you never stole something or if you can't remember ever stealing something, the simple act of wanting to, coveting, that's the inner, that's the, 
that's the so root. you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna be punished just because you thought it if you if so it, that seems like now a hold on unjust like i'm just gonna no. go out on a limb and say if you if you can get punished just by the thought well that, did you that, that that doesn't seem fair to me well you got to think of the root and the fruit thing the root and the fruit before somebody murders they hate so to have hatred mm-hmm. in the heart no, but I don't believe that you should get punished just because of your thoughts. Just because you think something doesn't mean you're going to well, act I'm upon Well, I'm not them. talking about... Not a lot of people act upon their thoughts. Right, I'm not talking about... A lot about of people a- do act upon their thoughts, but not a lot of people act upon their thoughts. So I think it's not fair to base judgment on just the root, just well, think your of thought. it like this. It's, I'm not talking about a fleeting thought that you don't have your heart invested in. I'm talking about when. What is a fleeting thought? Like if it's that, that would be considered like a temptation. Like if all of a sudden, hey, I could look that way and see this thing, but no, I don't want that, so I'm not doing it. But if you want it, and you're like, oh, I really want this. I know it's wrong, but I want it, but I'm not going to do it. Your will is aligned with it. You could compare this to childbirth. You have the egg, you have the sperm. Okay, they're not. They don't connect. Nothing happens. Nothing is conceived. So imagine the sperm like the thought, the egg being your will. If that thought gets into your will and you agree with it, it is conceived in your heart. But if that thought comes and you don't agree with it, like you don't, that, you know. It's, that, no, no, no. Does I, that no, make sense? I, yeah, it does make sense. Uh, the, the reason I moved my body like that is because I thought I got a, I thought I got a sperm inside my, inside my thought process, and it made me go. There's a girl that that uh, talks about manifest destiny, not man, manifestation, not manifest destiny. For some reason, manifest destiny. Is like a phrase that means something. Yeah, it was different. It than was going to the manifesting. It was when we went to the, when America yeah. moved to the West. Nobody gives a fuck about manifest destiny. Let's get rid of that. But like, can we call it something else? Like, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Like, well, they were. Right. They they were. Yeah, it's an interesting. And phrase. I mean, it's just an interesting phrase to use for that particular thing. Like, manifesting means like you conjure up stuff in your brain and then it becomes the truth like meaning like oh i really want to get that car and then you get that car because you thought it like oh i really want to get that job and you get that job because you wanted that job because you thought about getting that job that's why that's why i thought manifest destiny man but like manifestation so that is uh a uh a girl does a podcast is my sister's uh friend and uh i don't want to say her name or anything because i haven't got any you know uh permission or anything but she's she talks a lot about the fact that when you when you think something it becomes like and i know that that's true 100 percent, because i have thought things like and they have come true uh i'll give you an example my gym i never thought i'd be a business owner or anything like that i said nah it'd be cool to own a my gym and then i and then and then i threw that idea out there it was almost like fishing 
Like you throw the idea out there, right? And it's there. And you swim towards that idea. And then you got the idea and it happens. It really does happen. It's crazy. Like it, you have your own ability to create your own reality. And that's something that is not often talked about in religion because a lot of religion tries to keep you like, it doesn't try to keep you. I'm not saying it tries to keep you. I'm just saying like, uh, for the most part, maybe religion is supposed to be like rules for people to like, let's just, let's just keep everybody at bay. Let's hold on to the masses. Like the masses, like everybody calm down, like no riots or craziness or anything like that. But those other people that are not being governed do have the opportunity to uh, create their own destiny. And that is not taught in the scriptures. And that or is easy. not given but to, to us readily, regular folk. Me and you are regular folk, aren't we? I mean, me and you are regular folk. You're not... You're not you're not, ain't, you're not like a descendant from like kings or queens or anything like that, are you? We're all human beings. Or are you? No, but, but some human beings get, because of the reason, because of, here's what happened. The way you act in the world gives you uh, elevated levels to when you die to go to the next world, and now you're in this next world, and now you're like, I don't know, you're like a king or something like that. Like, Well, biblically, that topic of that you're talking about is actually discussed. Is it? It happened in the garden where Satan said, hey, don't you want to eat this fruit? Because it will open your eyes and you'll be like God. Right. And also... um seek and you'll find so it's basically sometimes people want a particular reward and that's what they sought after and they got it but it might not always be the best thing you should be seeking what's best and uh that don't make sense what does that mean i, I don't i don't necessarily now, agree with that well well let me should you be seeking what's best or should we so or should you be seeking what's best for you well how about like this if i offered you a glass of room temperature water or a handful of very extremely valuable diamonds that you could then do whatever with like you could cash them in you could uh i would the take homeless. i would take the diamonds are you kidding me all right now versus the water now how about this you're in a desert and you haven't drank in anything for four days now which one are you gonna pick the water exactly so it's not always what it seems now, you're talking. You're t you're saying it context. Like for example, if P if we realize the state that we're in, we uh -huh. will know what's the best choice to make. If our state is one of, hey, we realize we're in a desert and we are gonna die if we don't get water. Well, then, we will want the water. Sure. You get what I'm saying? Thousand percent. So, the fact of seeking what's best and but uh, we're not talking about that within our within within our current situation. I'm trying, I, I, what I was trying to do was just trying to uh, bring it together with what we're currently facing right now. 
Like we right are right now. We are facing. We're not that. in the middle of a desert, but we are. You know and why? Thirsting for water. Let me tell you why we are. Because if we know our state and what's coming, we will want the water. But there was something right before that that we were saying that I wanted to say. Oh, religion and getting things, uh, rules to keep people in order and things like that. Okay. First, imagine that you have a mirror and you could see in the mirror that you have some dirt on your face. Are you going to try to wash your face with the mirror or are you going to go and wash it with water? You'll wash it with the water. So the law, God's law is there to show us that we need the water. People, see, if you could imagine having a piece of paper right now and on one side of the paper, on the left side, it says do. But on the right side, it says done. Do. Done. Do. Yeah, like D-O. And on the right side, it says done. D-O-N-E. Okay, that's the difference between biblical, true biblical Christianity and religion. Religion is, like you said, it's a set of, it's, it's very legalistic. Like, do this thing and, and not that thing and this thing and not that thing. And you think in that, you can attain your own perfection. And that is just that it makes it just as much sense as saying, well, I already broke the law. I already committed this crime. But so now I'll do all these good things to make up for that. It doesn't work like that. You already broke the law. You break one link in a chain, that chain is broken. All right. So the, the, any religion that, that you can think of is works-based, like Roman Catholicism. You have to complete all these uh, sacraments. And it, if you sin, you got to go tell a priest. If you do this, if you do that, none of them gives you salvation because they have the wrong equation. They have faith plus works equals salvation. But that's not the truth. The truth is faith equals salvation plus works. Hold on a second now. You're giving some fucking real truth here. What did you say? Say that one more time. I'm going to write it down and see if I can figure this out. Okay. Faith so equals, equals salvation, salvation plus works. Plus works. So what does that, what does works mean? You will live differently. You'll do things that okay. are righteous because you're saved. All right. What's the opposite of the that? The wrong one works. is Works equals salvation plus faith? No, works plus faith equals salvation. Works plus faith. And that is now, not the truth. That is a dangerous one right. to listen to. Do you know why? Because that says, hey, you do your best, and then God will just make up How for the How do you rest. know? How do you, well, let me ask you this. How do you know how much works and how much faith? Well, that's just the thing. Faith, uh, imagine you're going to cross a river, okay? And you have two options. You have a, a broken tree bark piece and just busted up pieces of tree over this big raging river. And you could see it rotting. You could hear it crumbling. And then you have a sturdy, steel-reinforced, concrete buttresses, beautiful footbridge. 
Which one are you going to cross? Uh, the beautiful footbridge. Right. For sure. So therefore, your faith in crossing that river is not in yourself. It's in the object that you're going to cross on. Right? So if you, if you have faith in the strength of, your faith is in the strength of the object of your faith. You get it? So if, if you say, I know that that bridge is strong. I saw them build it. I know what it is. You're still the same person that would be crossing the, the broken logs. So your faith wasn't in you and your ability to cross. The river is the river. If you fall in, you're getting sucked down the river. Well, let me say this. Is it just me crossing the river or is it a few of us crossing the river? Because if it's a few of us crossing the river, then me taking the safest, best built bridge does make the most sense. 1000%. Like, what am I, what am I going to take everybody across the, the bad bridge? Right, exactly. But see, so your faith was still in the object. You you knew that that bridge. No, my faith was in the bridge. My faith. No, my no. What? No. Well, because if your faith is in you, why don't you just fly over the water? Why well, can't fly, motherfucker? Exactly. So your faith I can't was fly. Your faith my, was in the, the bridge. The only thing that I the only thing that I can do is choose between the two bridges. Right. Why wouldn't I choose the Ex better built bridge? Exactly. And that I'm glad you said that. So the faith is in the object that you're going to cross. So faith equals salvation plus works. Now, we know we already talked about the purpose of the law being to show us that we need the water, that we are in a desert. A patient who has cancer doesn't know they have cancer until they get the scan and they know, okay, I have it. Now they will want the treatment. So tonight, everyone listening to this has two bridges to choose from. And again, if we're being honest with ourselves, we've lied. Have you ever, you've lied, right? I've you've never told a lie. Oh, always. I've lied. I've lied so many times. And each time it starts to feel less and less like you're doing something wrong. That's the conscience True. getting seared. True. So we've also looked, you're a red blooded man. You've looked at women with lust before uh all the time adultery of the heart oh man it's like uh you threw sorry a, you threw a pen at the guy and said i hate you yeah so that was murder of the heart it's wow. a funny sounding one because you threw the pen well i didn't i didn't think the pen was gonna kill him but man at the, the time at the time i really did want the pen to kill him so see that's murder of the heart uh, yeah so yeah. it was bad i mean it was it was rage right if anyone now, I don't say this judging you because no, no, no. I, I believe everyone has them right. the same emotions because we're living in the same uh, set of rules. Like the like the rules that we have here on this planet allow for those things to be like, all right, these are your ten rules. Don't break these rules. Well, but here's the thing: none of us can, not one human being can live without breaking one of those rules. You sure about that? Uh, there's only been one person to ever walk this earth. Are you sure earth. about that? I am so sure. How do you know? Because there's like look, 7 billion people. Are you sure there's not at least one out one there that who, did it? who never got what about, what about like a shot? What about like a guy, like a Buddhist from like uh, Budapest? 
Like one of them guys that's up in the Himalayan mountains. All he does is sit there and meditate, and meditate, and meditate. You don't think he? You don't think he won? He broke you don't the think first he got one. It? You shall have no other gods before me. No, but he, what god is he going for? What are you talking about? The god of the Bible. What god of the Bible? The one who said, "You shall have no other gods before me." You need to get that out of your head a little bit. But so wait, I disagree with you on that. I th- th- that's well, how what, about that's, this? What, that's where I disagree with you. I I follow you all the way down to the all the way down to the well. But that's where I disagree with you. Whenever whenever some other uh, look, and I'm not saying that you're not a uh, you know a uh, like a like a Jesus follower of Jesus like I know what you're doing and I, I think it's great and I and I applaud it and I believe in it and I'm not doing what that is so I would follow you before I follow anybody else but let me say this you th- you really think your thoughts and processes are better than somebody that's been praying and praying and praying their entire life up on on top well, of let a me Himalayan ask, mountain let me phrase it to you like this see we have these chairs around here these white chairs. Okay. So imagine there's a chair, one of them, in the middle of the room, and we have seven guys around the chair. And you say, that chair is a red chair made out of brick. And somebody else says, that chair is a green chair made out of straws, drinking straws from Starbucks. And somebody else says, that chair is wood and it is pure white. And somebody else says, that chair is made out of reinforced steel and it is crushed ice color. Okay. I don't even know if we counted seven. I forgot that I said It doesn't seven. matter. You probably but shouldn't have done seven chairs. You probably shouldn't have just done three. But no, there, okay. there's one chair. And there's all different people around the chair, and each person is saying, describing the chair completely different. So there's only two options. Either one person is right, because if all of those things contradict each other, if there's no similarities between them, but you're right, let's make it three. One guy says it's a green chair made out of Starbucks straws. One guy says it's a white chair made out of wood. And one guy says it's a red chair made out of brick. Simplify it for everybody. So there's only two options. Either one person's right or nobody's right because they can't all be right. Why? Well, why can't they all be right? It can't be Starbucks. They're just chairs. Right. So why can't they all be right? Because they're They're just chairs. All the truths. They serve the same purpose. Right. But what I'm saying is what the people are saying about that can't all be right because they all contradict. So if you have, if you have multiple con- contradicting truths that they're all opposed to each other, either only one can be right or none of them. Well, let me present to you the opposite of that is what if you, even if they were all three different chairs, those three people looked at them as like chairs isn't that the same thing? They all looked at them and they said, eh, they're all just about the same, the same kind of chair. Well, let's say, like, let's, well, say well, like, let's just, 
if you go the opposite of what you're trying to go, and I understand where you're trying to go, and I'm not trying to, I'm not, and I'm not trying to like ridicule or, or, or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. All I'm trying, you're opening up my mind, and I'm trying to open up your mind. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. What if, what if the person that you were asking that question said, they're all white chairs. They're all beautiful chairs. I love them all exactly. That is God, isn't it? Well, we're, we're only talking about one chair. If there was one chair. I and that, But let's say your life depended on it. Let's oh, say. Come on, don't go there. No, let's say you're in. Your life. Come on now, don't wait, go there. Wait, not the chairs. Let's say where. Your life it, depends on chairs. No, being no, a not the chairs. Let's say we're in a the, certain fashion. Let's say we're in a wilderness survival scenario. Oh, boy. Okay, and you go. Nothing to eat. And there's only one edible plant in the region in which you find yourself. And there are dozens of lookalikes that look just like it. Now the description of it is going to be very important. So you know it's supposed to have a palm leaf green with a purple flower. And one guy sees the plant and says, that's the plant. It's got a palm leaf. It's green with a purple flower. But somebody else says, nope. That's a blue leaf, and it's got an orange flower. And somebody else says, no, it's got a yellow leaf and a pink flower. Now, only one of those guys is going to be right. Well, hold on They a can't second. all be right. Well, hold on a second. Now what's going to happen is every, all three of them guys are going to look at everybody else because there's a whole entire village, right? Well, there's no, a whole it's, bunch it's, of other people, right? It's just the three it, of you there. It's just the three of them. It's just the Lost. three of us. Just the three guys in and or and the one plant. Then we're all fucked. It's either one of you are right or all of you are wrong. We're all fucked. That's so, what I say. So that's so, why I say they're all. We're all fucked because, like, look, you see one thing, I you see another thing, you see another thing. How can how can we come right, to an only, agreement? You see this, I see this, you see this. It's only going to come to a like disagreement. You're going to come to an argument. The only way that you uh, solve that matter is if you have a mass of people behind you and you say, which one is the color? And they say, yellow, green. And then everybody's like, ah, yellow, green. <laughs> and then the other two are like, I don't know what happens to them. Hopefully they don't get executed or anything like that. But like, then maybe they just get escorted nicely out out the building or something like that. I don't know. Well, you get what I'm saying? Like you? No, I don't think so. I'm, what I'm trying to say is, let's just talk about truth itself. Truth cannot be relative. There has to be absolute truth because if you even say truth is relative, you've already made a contradictory statement because so why did you, you bring, would have to so say why absolute. You, so why did you bring three truths into one truth? Well, what I'm saying is, but you when, brought three truths into one truth. No, Why did you do that? What I'm saying is that that tree is there, okay? And if you're going to figure out if it's the edible tree, you have to know what it is. So only one of those guys is going to be right or nobody because it can't be, the tree you're looking at can't be both green and purple and yellow and orange at the same time. It's either or, just like this pen here can't be both a blue pen and a black pen at the I same time. I understand exactly what you're saying, Thomas. It's, I really do. But I don't... I understand exactly what you're saying. 
But I don't necessarily believe that the way that you're presenting it is it makes it, sense. Gives it no, gives it merit. No, it's it's not that it doesn't make sense. Well, what I'm it trying gives it merit. Right. That's well, what I'm, I'm just trying, talking about truth itself. Now, if you're talking I would, about, I would love to talk about truth. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm if I'm saying the truth about this pen is that it's a blue pen, and it's a Bic pen. Okay, but somebody else says nope. That's a Daisy Duke and it's green. Well, he can't be right and I right at the same time. It's either I'm right and he's wrong or he's wrong. He's right and I'm wrong or both of us are wrong. The way to find it out is draw a line with the pen and read it. It's blue. It says Bic. So investigate the claims made by Jesus and decide for yourself. All if right. that is How true. are you trying to wrap that all around the entire... The original? Yeah. We've looked at the, the commandments and we've seen that we've broken them, right? We've lied. We've stolen. If any one of us is being honest right now, we know we've lied. We know we've stolen. We, even if just having the desire to do so. We know we've looked with lust and committed adultery in our hearts. We know we've hated and murdered. So... If we stand before God and are judged by that standard, if we get what we deserve, which is not what God wants for us, so keep that in mind, good news is, is coming. But any of us on our own merit, just like a guy who jumps out of a plane with no parachute, right? The law of gravity would take effect. Just like a criminal, if a judge just overlooks his crimes just because the guy is sorry, but he, and so he says, oh, okay, you could go. He'd be corrupt himself, the judge. He can't just do that. It's not right. Like, it's just not, up, it's not honest. It's not upholding the law. I, like, I so, like the points that you're making with, like, real life scenarios. The, the points that you make with heavenly scenarios it'll make are, sense. The ones, are the ones that I take, I don't take issue with. I don't take issue with. I just... Who's who? And man, no, I, I'm not. I, I'm not I really don't. I really don't. Who want am to take I this to say? Way. Yeah. Who are you to say? And I, and I really That's did not thing. mean to say no, that no, in no. a bad way. I'm not the one who's saying it. I wanted. I like. I I respect what you're saying. One uh, wholeheartedly. But who are you to say it? And right. You know, That's why I'm, I'm, it's not me who's saying it. This this is what's written. This is what is from but the word the of God. But you're the one saying it right now. But I'm taking I'm it saying. from the word of God. This isn't something I just made up. But and, I, and who's that's what to we, say, who's to say that it's the word of God? Well, what other book? And we could get into this, but let me just finish this scenario, and then okay, I'll get okay, right okay, back okay, into all right, it. All right. So if a judge let a criminal go, mm-hmm. he'd be like a corrupt judge that just turned a blind eye to the mafia or to any other crime. It wouldn't be right, it wouldn't be just, and it wouldn't be good. But God is good, holy, perfect, and just. So he can't just turn a blind eye to sin. If any one of us got what we deserved, we would go to hell. Now, here's the good news. That's not what God wants for the people he created. And that is exactly why God himself became man. That's who Jesus is. And he paid the fine. That's why he died on the cross. That's why he said, it is finished, paid in full. So he died, not just a physical death, but he took the wrath 
of God onto himself. No, I know. I've heard the story. And, it's, it's, it's horrific. And he took that wrath willingly because he saw you beforehand. He saw me beforehand. And he, being the one who made everything, he is God the Son. And he became man to do that. And so he died. So does that go like very, uh, and like that very much equates to uh, the, the, the meaning of love. Yeah, love which, is sacrifice. Love is sacrifice. Right. Yeah. So he he gave himself to take what we deserved, and he died for that. Then he rose from the dead three days later, defeating death, defeating sin, defeating the devil, all in one shot. And what we need to do in response to that is turn from our own way. Now, here's the big change that happens. Okay, when we turn from our own way and we entrust ourselves to him, that's where the faith is. The faith is in the object. So the faith is in, I know Jesus did this. It's like when you jump out of a plane with a parachute now. Now the law doesn't take effect, but grace does. So you have Christ's record on you because he willingly paid you fine. It's like, imagine that same judge. If the judge convicted you, sentenced you, but then says, all right, now you got either a lengthy prison sentence or this ridiculous fine, and he, you could never pay it. He comes down from the stand, takes out his wallet, signs over his life savings to you. Now he paid the fine, so justice is served and mercy at the same time. It's the only way that it can make sense. Because hmm. if we got justice, we'd be in trouble. If God just turned a blind eye and said, I forgive you, whatever, it doesn't matter, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be just. Is it possible, like at all possible that I still disagree with you and and not because you haven't made legitimate points, not saying that at all, but is it possible that I still disagree with you and we can come back like and continue this? Because I don't think that this is a this is not a this is not a, a podcast that you could just like in two hours, three hours, four hours, I don't care how many hours, like really, really get everybody to unite, which is really the ultimate goal, isn't it? The ultimate goal is to get everybody to unite, to get everybody to believe in the same thing, to get everybody to love, to get everybody to, you know, like treat each other in kindness and this and that. And that's, that's really the ultimate goal, isn't it? I would say more the goal is to, it would be more like show, like somebody who has something going on but doesn't know it. That somebody who doesn't realize, oh, I'm dehydrated. And they don't know they need to take that drink of water. To show them why they need the water so they drink it and live. So the, the goal is life. I know you're talking about like specific scenarios metaphorically and that uh yeah but what well what we were trying to do just a second ago which is i don't think that anything that we should even try to take on by the way i don't think that we should try to take on like the entire religious well, see, thought process and everything see, that's it's, a, that's it's a, not, it feels like a tall order it's not especially really. for me and you well, that's the thing. It's not in a religion. conversation, you know. It religion is what can you do? The truth is, well, what did God do? And and I mean, there's no better news than that. Like 
hey, I was going to be sentenced to death, but now I'm not. And, and this is how I know it's true, because the change that happened in Who me. Who was going to be sentenced to death? Me. You were? Yeah. When? From my sin. Like, oh my you, God. you know what I'm saying? No, you're talking about religious. Like, but you weren't going to be sentenced to, you weren't going to be if, sentenced. If I died in my sin, I would be going to hell. But here's, the, the thing is this, you're not going to know honey is sweet unless you taste it for yourself. So what I can tell you that I've experienced 100%, when I repented, that means turn from my own way, from my sin. And What's I, repenting do? That Let means me you, you, that. you turn from it. You say, okay, I realize. No, but what, what do you do what, uh, when you repent? That's when you humble. What do you do? You just humble yourself and but go before the Lord. what do you do when you repent? So a lot of people don't know, like, when, whenever, you're spo- whenever you're in the Catholic religion. No, it's not that way with the Roman Catholicism. Oh, so you're not that, repenting in that way? No, that's when you go and you confess before a priest. It's not that Correct. at all, no. So it repenting in, so you, what way are you what, saying? What it means so is So like, your way is better than, no, than look, the Catholicism way? One way I'm is, just asking. No, what I'm saying is this. Look, if I'm, if I'm, I'm not walking to be toward, a jerk. No, no, don't worry. If I'm walking toward the edge of a cliff, okay, and somebody says, hey, you're going to step off the edge of the cliff, and you turn around, that's what the definition of repent means. It means to turn. So I turned from my own way. I humbled myself before the Lord, and I, I asked him to forgive me because I had seen my inner state, which we talked about. That's what the Lord does. It shows you your own inner state. Lying, thieving, blaspheming, adulterers at heart. That's what we but are. But you didn't do all of that. I did. I've lied. I've stolen. I have lusted. That's adultery in the heart. Did I've, you do all of that, though? Yeah. I've no, che- you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. I did. I've cheated on people in my life. I've uh, done a lot of bad things. Uh, hated. That's murder to God. It's the inner. The heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. So I repented. And I, I entrusted my life. We talked about why was the word believe so important. Do you know what the word believe really means? It's not just to believe like an idea. It's to entrust yourself to or to trust. That's what to believe is. That's why so, I said. So, that's, uh, I, so I made a, uh, and if you want to listen to the podcast, I was really just, uh, I was kind of drunk. And but I was all I also smoked like a little bit of marijuana and uh, and I had a, a podcast just I just said, I feel like I need to say this. And because I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people say, I think this, I think that I think this, I think that. And I'm like, man, like, like it, the word think gives you an out like. Like it makes it more of an opinion. Yeah, it gives you an out. Like, uh, you could say, I think, uh, uh, you know, the, the water's red at sunlight at 6, 10 a.m., right? Whatever. I don't, I don't know. Whatever you say. If you say you think, it gives you an out. But if you say you believe, right. now... You, you've entrusted yourself now to you've that. Really put, now you've really put yourself... At that thought, exactly, it sticks you to that thought, and uh, and I did a really bad job in the podcast of explaining that because uh, I couldn't, I wasn't really understanding what I was trying to say at the time, but I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't figure out exactly how to say it, and 
funny how you brought it back for me. So I appreciate that. No that's, problem. That's a, I had, I had a podcast. That was my first podcast. It's out live. Uh, it's probably got so many thumbs oh, down because of like, I wasn't able to like really to focus. I, no, but not. I wasn't, I wasn't able to bring the thought all the way back around. Gotcha. You know how you have a thought yep, and you talk about it and you try to bring it all the way back around full circle and try yep. to, and then that's when it becomes like chemistry and that's when it becomes like an absolute thought. That's when it becomes an amazing, that's when it becomes like when people want to listen, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I appreciate you, but, but so yeah, that believing and the tasting of the honey being sweet, my like actually experiencing it. When I did that, the minute I did that, the Lord changed my heart. I went from justifying myself and making reasons why it was okay, the things that I would do from loving that and not wanting to change, not wanting to do things differently. And from not liking the things of God, like, for example, I used to get so angry when people would tell me, you know, it's a sin if you have sex before marriage. I would always say, that's BS. Why would God make that? Why would he make it feel good if it was a sin? And I would just make however I wanted, you know, and I, I didn't want that way. I wanted my way. I went from that to hating the things that were bad, the things that were not of God and loving God. That's the change that happens. You'll still struggle with your. Would you say that? Sorry. Oh, you'll st like you'll still struggle with certain things, like your flesh just doesn't just all of a sudden disappear. You're still gonna struggle with anger and with those things. The difference is your heart towards those things. You don't want them, so they fall out of your life because the Lord sanctifies you, teaches you, He seals you with the Holy Spirit to the day that He will return. Would you? Would you? Take it into your heart that perhaps God is you and and you accepting those things is basically just you believing in you. Well, see, if I was God, the whole world would be in bad trouble because no, there's no way I would be able. That's like not I didn't. True I didn't make. That's not true. How Thomas. could I make myself? You're not making anything. What I'm saying is like you're not God, God. You're just a part of God. You're not God. I'm not. Yeah, of course, I'm not God. We're not all God, but we're all a part and a, a little piece of God, a little good piece of God. And every time that God. Uh, uh, wants us to come together, like me and you coming together to talk about this right now. Think about that. That's crazy, right? Like, what are the chances that this is happening right now? I mean, this is pretty amazing. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so thankful for you to be here. So thankful for you to be here. The knowledge that you have, like, uh, brought, not only taught me, but, like, it's been recorded. And hopefully, we launch it to a whole bunch of people. That's an amazing thing. Amazing thing. So the only thing that I would say to you is stop thinking of God as some entity that's out there. 
and start thinking of God as you. You're God. I'm God. We're God. No. But we're humble. And we're, but we're not, we're not gonna, you know, we're not, we're not gonna be like, oh, I'm God and I'm gonna like, <laughs> pow, like destroy cities or anything like that. We're God because we understand what God means. It means love. It means understanding. It means, so the fact that we have the power of God is actually good because we're going to hold it. We're going to hold it here. We're not going to let nobody take it. Like, this is God's power. You know what I'm saying? We're God. It, Oh, my mom always told me that there was a war coming. A war between evil and good. She told me about this ever since I was like four years old. She told me. Always told me the stories. Always told me the stories of the Bible. I believe in the Bible. I believe in this. I believe in that there is a war coming and the good people... Like me and you, Tommy, are gonna fight against very evil people. The war is already happening. It's starting. It's a spiritual. It's starting, battle. but it's not gonna be. It's not the way that it's going. It's it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Way worse. It's happening. I, my mom said there was gonna be. And I keep, I keep saying my mom, and I apologize because she always spoke to me every time she would sit next to me in my bed, and she would whisper all these uh, Bible recitals. She would read me the Bible, and she said, "At the end of the of the world, there's going to be fires burning. And there's going to be natural disasters. There's going to be killings between family members." There's like horrible things, like every horrible thing she would say. And I was like, I would be so scared because I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Like, when? And I think that this is, yeah, this, this is the end of times, my friend, right now. I, I'm not the end of times because she's, she also said this after the war. Thousand years of peace. Thousand years of peace after the war. I also believe that. Did you ever hear about that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the millennial reign Get of Christ. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's all from the How Bible. How did my mom know that shit? Huh? She, re- she read she the Bible. She fucking knows, bro. It's crazy. No, I know. And, and I didn't read the Bible. She told me all them Bible stories. And that's bro. what I was going to tell you. If you're going to... When we talked about this pen to find out if who's right, you test, you, you, you investigate. So the Bible is the only book that has 100% accuracy, fulfilled, fulfilled prophecy. Things even that were recorded in history way after the fact. Like the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in caves, okay? Do you think that, the, do you, oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. They were, sorry, go, go. They go, were go, found go. in caves. Like that, were they were preserved in jars by the Essenes, 
which was a sect of Judaism, uh, and they were expecting the coming of the Messiah, they didn't realize that he was right there. That's when Jesus was here. Uh, But anyway, old, old documents were found from different prophets throughout the Bible. And there was one of them and where they wrote about what was going to happen to Tyre, right? And how it was going to be destroyed, completely destroyed, burned down to the ground, and all the rubble was going to be scraped up and thrown into the sea. And that happened. Alexander the Great destroyed that city, scraped up the rubble, threw it into the sea to build a causeway to a little island. It happened the T. Jesus said that the temple was going to be destroyed to the extent that not one stone would be left standing on top of another that won't be thrown down. And that happened in 70 AD when Rome came to destroy the temple. But that was also predicted that uh, the temple would be destroyed in, in the book of Daniel, which was written way before Christ was here. So that shows that the words in the Bible doesn't come from the mind of man because we can't tell you, like I can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow to the T like that, especially. I could give you a vague thing. Hey, tomorrow something's going to happen that'll make you happy. And no. then if you get happy tomorrow, you say, hey, he was a psychic. No. But do that, you think do you think that uh but these the, are to the T, they're not vague. No, I understand I, I totally understand that. And uh I'm gonna write it down because I just want to bring it up. Mushrooms and plants. And the only reason I'm gonna put those two together uh with with this thought process is because so mushrooms are a, a, a being that communicate with each other like throughout the entire world. Do you know that? I like, thought they were a fungus. They are. All right. So uh, right. So like a fungus grows on this tree, and then that fungus communicates with a tree all the way around the entire globe. On the other side of the entire planet. But how would they tell the future? No, they're not telling the future. They're just communicating with each other. They're communicating with each other all around the globe. Like, they are a type of, uh, of, I don't even know what you call them, beings, I think. They're real life beings. They're alive. And they're communicating with each other around the entire globe. Like a mushroom papa would be like, hey. I mean, I don't know what they're saying to each other, but like, I'm just gonna make it up. But like, hey, this guy's like, uh, he's about to chop this tree down. Like, hey, go tell so and so, and then and then they relay information between each other like a computer, and then they tell each other everything, and then something happens. Like, it's it's crazy. You should listen to. There's a podcast that Joe Rogan did with a guy that's like a mushroom guy who's like uh, real into this. Uh, and he, uh, now he doesn't get into spiritual, you know, which is where I'm trying to go into spiritual a little bit. And the reason that I'm bringing mushrooms up is because obviously we're superior beings, right? But we can't communicate with each other the same way these mushrooms can. 
Or can we? Or can we? We might be able to. But we, that's not like a prediction of the future. So, like, even, even if all with that communication, they still didn't know what's going to happen 400 years from now. No. So the, well, I wasn't going to say that, but what, well, is that, is that, is that necessarily uh, useful? It is when you're trying to discern if the claims made in the Bible are true. And the, the prophecy in the Bible shows that it is true because there's like, it's been fulfilled to the detail. Whereas a lot of, like, if you look at a lot of other people's things, somebody will say, hey, I sense you're going to find love in your future or this vague, vague things. But when it's to the T, you know that that is real prophecy. So I would encourage you to investigate those claims that the Bible makes because they I are. I definitely will. I you definitely know? will. And in that case, because that's why, like, something so important... We talked about someone's soul being their life. Remember when we talked about the aliens being? Yeah, yeah. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What could you ever give in exchange for your soul? Think about this. Would you ever sell one of your eyeballs for like $10 million? Yeah, I think I probably would do that. What about both of them? You'd never see another beautiful sunset. It's a, th- it's a tough ask. Uh, look, look, hey, my 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 daughter used to have a book. It was called uh, "Would Would You Rather." I think that's what it was called. you It was like a I'm... game. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, "Would you rather eat ten thousand spiders?" Or have 10,000 spiders crawl around you. Something. Like Ew. Yeah. Both of those like, are and, then, and then the next question was like, would you rather, you know, and it was right, like right. disgusting versus disgusting. It was like, like, it was like either, either, either choice you made, it was going to be a terrible choice regardless. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, to sell your eyes would be a terrible choice. I mean, it would just be a terrible choice right. regardless. Right. So why would and, God and, ever ask you but to make that a horrible choice? But that's the point. Yeah. If you're, you know how precious your eyes are. So how much more precious should your soul who looks through those eyes be? And that's why this information that I shared is so important. Because if any one of us dies in our sin, jumps out of a plane without a parachute, we will perish. And I don't want that for you or anyone else. So the way has been made. Like if you were in a building, because you seem to get upset about why is there only one way. Bang. We're back. I had to pee. Sorry, everybody. So we were talking about your eyes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so your soul being that important. And we said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? Mm-hmm. Right? And then where, what were we saying right after that before you had to go? Uh, I'm not acutely aware of exactly what we were saying before, but I think 
So what was your premise? I mean, give 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 us your entire premise. The the entire you know, the entire thought process. Start okay. over. So what I was saying was that's that's why this is such an important thing, right? You were getting annoyed about, well, not annoyed in a. No, like, it's okay. I probably was. But about why is Jesus the only way? So what I wanted yes, to, to tell I, you, I wasn't getting annoyed, but I was just questioning. Now, why imagine is you're Jesus in a, the only way? Well, imagine you're in a burning building and the building is going down, and you're on the top floor, and it's a fire that you started. Fire engine comes, ladder comes up, ladder comes to the window, the one and only window in the room. The door behind you is blazing. You can't get out. And the fireman says, come over here. This is the only way out. Now you wouldn't be mad then, would you? So the reality is we are a fallen creation. We sin on the daily. We, we sin against an eternal God. There is an eternal fine to pay, but God himself made the way. When he came, Jesus, and paid the fine. I understand. So I understand he, that. And that's why it's so important that we turn from our own way and entrust ourselves to him. And he gives you, he seals you with the Holy Spirit, gives you a new heart with new desires, and you'll want to live for him. And I'm telling you, the peace that comes as a result of that, like I know if I die from coronavirus, from the flu, from getting hit by a car or from an angry driver, I am not at all worried what's going to happen to me after that because I have peace with my God, knowing that it's not that I'm saying, hey, I could go out and do whatever I want. I could do bad things if I want. That's not what I'm saying. Knowing that he has paid for my faults. If there was an, if there was an atheist whom was also a very good human being and they died, what would you think about their soul? He died in his sin. And if God... I don't, I don't believe well, that. Well, you see, though. if a police... I don't believe that, though. That's not fair. It's not fair. He died in his sin, and he was a good human being. Well, that's he just the thing. didn't happen he, to believe in... He wasn't good God. because he sinned. No, he didn't sin. It's impossible for a human to in, never he sin. He just didn't believe in Jesus. Well, he lied. He stole. He committed adultery no, in the he heart. Didn't. I'm saying, I'm saying, if what if there was a what if there was someone who was a good human being? This goes back to like my Tarzan thing, which is the whole thing that I say that I say to every Christian. Like, what if there was like some boy that like got born in the jungle and never got like taught Christianity? And now you guys are saying that the only people that get saved are the ones that know Christianity and they get saved and sent to heaven. Now this, this poor kid who got lost in the jungle didn't get the opportunity to have any idea about this, but he's still a really good kid at heart. He gets sent to damnation. Well, how fucked up, well, first how of fucked all, up is that? Well, first of all, if he's a child and he's not within the stage of accountability, children are have an innocence to them. But let's say he's in the stage of accountability, right? And he, he knows 
right and wrong and what he's doing and all of that. How does he know right and wrong if he's never been uh, given uh, even, Christianity? Even try. Well, God How has, does he know right and wrong if he never hadn't given Christianity? God has saying. given light to every man. We all know right and wrong. He's given us. You know what conscience means? Mm -hmm. Con science. Spirit. With, no, conscience. Spirit. No, conscience means with knowing. But you don't believe in science. Science you is, only believe in faith. No, science is simply true science confirms the Bible. I mean, it, I could go off on a tangent with this, but the, the whole currents in the sea that weren't discovered until like the 1600s, they were discovered because that guy read the Psalms and it said, Lord, you made the paths in the sea. And he said, wow, if God made paths in the sea, I'm going to find them. And he did. And it's all the different currents, like the East Australian current and all that. But anyway, science, the word simply means knowledge. That's what it means. So conscience means with knowing. So we all have a conscience, a conscience, that when we do wrong, we know we did wrong. Now, God does okay. make himself known to every man. Every man has the opportunity to know God. It's whether they want it or not. So what do you say to the, so what do you, okay. So obviously you're levels above some other Christians. Some Christians will say to other people, like I spoke to my, my buddy Ray, who he served in, uh, he served in uh, Iraq. And he came back with like PTSD and he was like, he worked in the gym and, um, but you could tell he was like really like like conflicted and this and that, and uh, he said only if you only if you follow a Christianity do you get saved. And I said, well, what what it? Uh, you know, I had a serious conversation with him. I said, well, what if what if uh, what if I was like Catholic? Like, he wouldn't even take on Catholics. He was like, no, Catholics, like, no. Like, you only, you only get saved if you're a Christian and you, and you believe in Christ. And I said, well, like, a Catholic, like, I kind of believe in Christ, but, like, kind of not. Like, I kind of believe in God. God is the one. Like, so with Catholics, God is the one. With Christians, Christ is the one, right? That's how it goes. Right? Well, if you, again, take in that word believe, it's whoever, let's imagine a, a group of people jumping out of a plane. Only the ones who put the parachute on will live. Everyone's offered the parachute. Some people will take it and some people will not. And that's not a fault of God. Who take the parachute though, bro? The people who just want to rely on their own way. And it's the same thing. But that's a, that's a ridiculous. Exactly. That's, that's why I, I preach the gospel, because people are jumping out of the plane into the edge of eternity, over the edge of eternity. Every day, people are dying. 10 out of 10 die. It's the ultimate statistic. Uh, so when people die in their own way, they die. They, they perish in hell. But when people put on the parachute, when they believe in Jesus, they entrust their life to him. They have the parachute. You see what I'm saying? So I do. It's just such an interesting, let me say this. 
It's just such an interesting topic. You could you could probably argue this for years. And and it has. It's been argued for thousands of years, you would argue. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but like you would argue this topic has been argued for thousands of years. Thousands. And no and, and nobody's ever been able to like been like, ah, that's what it is. Like nobody. I I'm not saying one thing is the other, one thing is not the other. I'm not. Like, I believe you. I believe you believe exactly what you believe. I also was trying to tell you earlier, like, uh, manifestation, where, like, you can believe what you believe and make it possible. But see, that would contradict because I believe all I the new would, age stuff. I know it would contradict what you say. No, but what I'm saying is, but why don't? But why don't? Why? Why or why do I have to be so open to your no, but level you, of interpretation, you, and you're not so no, open I don't. Mind. I don't think you're. You, I don't think you heard what I said. Maybe I'm not. If you're I right. manifested what I believed, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. I would be a tree, because I was a new ager. And I believed in all of that stuff. Manifest, like you sit there and you think about it with your, I had that book uh, on how to like, if, say you need a certain amount of money. You believe you so have you it. So you would be you, a tree? Yeah, I used to sit in the woods, play flute, uh, try to communicate with nature spirits and all sorts of things. So if I had manifested my own thought life, I would have been there doing that. I would have just, my toes would have grew, my, my toe hairs would have grew into big long grass and I would have became an oak or a deer man or something like that. That's what would have happened if my thoughts would have manifested. What's a deer man? You know, half man, half deer. For real? Are you for real? <laughs> no, like but that's, I would have became something like that. You know but what I you mean? You really believe that you would have became something like that? That's what would have been if, if my thoughts would have manifested into reality. But that's not what happened. The truth was revealed to me. And everything, like, there's, you've heard the saying, stripes on a tiger don't wash away. Uh, spots I'm, on a leopard, you can't wash them off. I never heard any of that, but. I guess that's a, you're from a, no, you're from. I never heard that, but hey, I'm not disclaiming no, no. that. I was going to say maybe a it's a. Thought. That, I was that's gonna, a great saying. I'm not saying that. I thought maybe, oh, maybe it's a northern thing. No, I, but, never, uh, I never heard it. I just, look. Yeah, but so. No, I never heard it. Einstein said, the same mind that created the problem cannot solve the problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that you need, sense. there needs to be an outside force that changes you because you can't change yourself. Just like a computer can't write its own program. It can't reprogram itself. It needs new software. And just like we didn't have anything to do with our birth, right? Like we didn't decide to be born or anything like that. We didn't do anything to get born. It's the same thing about being born again. We don't do anything to that. It's an act of God. And the way Jesus puts it, speaking of trees, you can't, just like you don't know which way, uh, where the wind is coming from or where it blows, but you see its effects, that's how it is with everyone born of the Spirit. So we can see the wind moving the trees. Yeah. We don't know 
what is where did this wind come from and where is it going? It's so we true. just see the effect. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I will go to and I will attest to that. Uh attest means I will validate what you're saying as the truth. I've seen witnessed trees moving to the sound of music, especially classical music. Like I've 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 had friends playing classical music and I've seen the trees and they're moving to now. I didn't take any drugs or anything like that. Like it, I literally witnessed these trees moving to the sound of classical music. Now, I don't know what that means, but I know that that's really really important to the 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 thought process of that human beings think that they're the the greatest beings in the world and it's not true not true we are only a part we are only here as a as a as a working human being like we're not the dominant race no plants Animals, mammals, sea creatures, fish, like all, everybody's working in harmony. And that's, that's what human beings need to understand is we're not a dominant race. We need to harmonize with the other species on this planet. Sooner rather than later, like, like, uh, like bad, like, it, like it ha like it has to happen sooner rather than later. That mentality thought has to happen quick. You know, it's a beautiful thing that you have that love for animals in nature, and I mean, if you you think about it, like, what if somebody was given a gift, uh, a beautiful garden or something to take care of and they just didn't they just thought about their own self and let the whole thing you know just kind of fall, fall underneath that you know what i'm saying so what what would you think of like that kind of person that did that that they were given this beautiful gift and they just didn't take care of it at all i think that they were irresponsible and that's did we have in us this love for nature because we were given charge over it. Like, well, every animal has that respect toward people. Like, you don't, I mean, unless you uh, put an animal in danger. If, I don't know if you would call it like respect a lion, or if you just call it, uh, they're just scared like, of right, human Right, it's beings. the fear of man. Fear. Right. Fear, not respect. I wouldn't say we've earned respect of the animal kingdom. But I would say we've earned fear. For sure. Right, the fear of, of us is on the animals. Animals fear us. But we were given... We haven't earned respect. It, see, from the beginning, we were given, like, charge over them. And that's... God gave us a love for animals. And animals were given a living soul. God made them with a living soul. But man, he made in his image. So we're, we are made in the image of God. And we are supposed to 
What about these? What about these images of uh, of uh, cent centaurs? I think that probably comes more from. What about the images of guys that look like men that look like horses, or or other beings that look like things that look like? That could hold, come hold from many different places. Hold on a second. You do you really believe that we are like like that this this last two hundred years or three hundred years or thousand years that we've been here is it? You really believe that that's it? Like that it is not anything way before us. Like you don't think that there was anything way before us that existed. Oh, sure. God existed from everlasting to everlasting. And even if you study things like... No, I'm saying... I'm, I'm saying, saying on the earth. I'm, yeah, I'm saying... I'm not, I'm not disputing God with you. What God feels like to me is that it is a one... God is a one, a singularity. God is a one, and God is a all. That's what it is. God is a one, God is a all. God is a one, God is a all. That's how it feels like to me. Now, that's what I choose to believe. Because that's, that makes sense to my brain. That that's what would make sense. I don't like to, you know, ever... Um, I don't like to think that other people's thoughts were ever different and and wrong because of what of what somebody else's parents taught them. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just thinking if somebody was gonna if somebody was gonna walk off the edge of a cliff like we were talking about before, wouldn't you tell them? even if they didn't believe you that they were walking off the edge, if you loved that person, no matter how crazy they thought you were going to be. But why are they walking off the edge of the cliff? That's the way that they chose. You know no, what I'm not, saying? No, not Or like, maybe not, they don't not, realize not People it. aren't zombies and they just choose to walk the edge of a cliff. Or right? maybe they don't realize it. No. How about this? The way it works. What if they're getting in their car? And you saw somebody 10 minutes earlier cutting the brakes and you tried to stop them. It's as similar to walking off the edge of the cliff. And I know you're trying to make the same, the same analogy. And I understand. And it's like if you. No, if, I understand what you're saying. It's a, it's a deep conversation. It's not like I have the answer. It's, it's really not like I have the answer. It, it. But if Christianity was true, would you want to know? That's the question. Of course. I mean, who doesn't? Who wouldn't? Of course. A lot of people would want to know. Everybody would want to know exactly what's happening. Everybody wants to know exactly what's happening. That's the whole point of life here. Well, I can promise you this. If you wholeheartedly check into this for yourself, don't just take my word for it. Don't let it be like, oh, somebody's parent said this or that. You do it for yourself. And like anything else, 
Because like I said, I was into all the new age things. And if I would have just thought my reality, I would have become something like, like I told you, like a half deer, half person or a tree or maybe even an elf, probably that. You'd have been a really <laughs> you know good elf. I mean? Man, you would have been like the greatest elf so, ever. Something like that. But instead, something that I would have never thought, like, you know, I thought that Christianity was the way that Roman Catholicism teaches it. That's all that I knew. So for this to be revealed to me and then to, you know, learn all about it and check into it and find out, hey, I'm not the only one that this same message has been revealed, you know, and you could check into the fulfilled prophecies. You could check into archaeology and how science confirms the Bible. I mean, back in the day, people thought that the earth was flat and it was on the back of a big turtle. Right? Um, by the way, a lot of people think Again, the yeah, earth is still flat. Yep, I heard. By the way. There are a lot of like flat earthers. There's a lot of people think that same thing. But did you know? Because back then they thought it was on a turtle or some giant animal. But the Bible had said that the earth floats in space, that God hangs the earth on nothing. Now, they had no telescopes. How would they know that? You know, uh, people, when you would get an a, a illness, they would cut you and bleed you out, bloodletting. But the Bible had said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So if you spill it out, then your life's going to be gone, right? So science ended up finding that out much later. The Bible had known it thousands of years earlier. Look, you yeah, know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm not going to deny. Well, here's the thing that I believe. And I love saying that I believe. Because a lot of a lot of other podcasters say, I think this, I think that, I think this, and I think that that's a bunch of bullshit when you say, I think. Really put some clout behind it and say, I believe. I believe that we are not anywhere near one of the first civilizations that ever walked this planet. I believe that there was many, many, many civilizations before us that walked this planet. And the Bible was a book that was given to us as a set of rules, as a set of morality, as a set of us being just good to each other just being good to each other and i think that it did a good job i think that it did a good job but then what do you make of the statement in there that says there is none who does good no not one the bible is there as god's redemptive plan of saving his people because you got to think about the again I don't know what you mean by that because, uh, look, when you say that, it's not it, it's not very clear. What it means is it shows okay the the Old Testament is God telling us what He was going to do to save us, and the New Testament is God fulfilling that. So, you look in the garden at the beginning when the same lie that you see being put out there today 
is what you, is the lie that's being put out there today? That we are God. Like, but I just told you, like, between me and you, that I don't think that me and you are God. No, but like, like that, that whole, I believe that me and you are the opposite of God. That, that what did you say? Faith equals salvation. No, it's, it wasn't that one. It was the other one. What was the big quote you gave me? You gave me a really good quote. Was it? No, it was like an like an amazing quote. But you know that whole thing where they call it panentheism or pantheism, which is like everything is divine in nature. But that's the same. If you look back in Genesis, that's the same thing that the serpent said to them, saying, "If you eat this fruit, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God." And He doesn't want you to do that. So that was the lie then. And it's still the lie now. Like you have people out there that they think that there's this Christ consciousness and that that's what Jesus was just a man and the Christ consciousness uh, was a state that he reached. And you have people believing that. And Jesus warned us that that would happen. He said, many will come in my name saying I am Christ and they will deceive many. So you see somebody... Well, God saying this is going to happen, and then it happens. You know what I mean? Like, if I told you, Josh, tomorrow at 10.01 a.m., there's going to be an earthquake. At that exact time, it's going to be a 5.2 on the Richter scale. And then it happened. Wouldn't you think the things that I'm saying are credible because I knew what was going to happen before it happened? Absolutely, 1,000% I would. So that, but none of that happened. But what Jesus said was going to happen did happen. Wait a minute now. Come on now. Come on now. It's the truth. No, but you weren't there, bro. How can you say that? How can you say that what happened, 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 and you weren't there? Well, how can you say that George Washington existed? You 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 read. It's the, not exactly the same. The historical. Parallel. It's not exactly the same parallel. You can. You well, know there's that. a there's a historical test Look, you do to any I'm not, document. I'm not trying to argue, and I'm and 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 I definitely don't want to be struck down by lightning or something like that. You know, by like Jesus, if I disagree with him, because I don't think he's that type. God. God, I know that Jesus is a very loving entity, very loving entity, which is the reason that I argue always against him, and I don't even want to say him, it loving, loving us. He doesn't want to destroy us. He doesn't want to uh, punish us. Right. He, he doesn't, doesn't. He doesn't want to. You're absolutely right. He doesn't want to. But just like the judge, if you refuse the payment he's made on no, your behalf. But it doesn't work like that. And like it shouldn't. Well, hold on a second, Thomas. It shouldn't work like that in like a higher level thinking. 
if you're thinking in a higher level thinking, it shouldn't work like that. It shouldn't work like where like you had to pay and this and that and you had to pay for your like it doesn't work like it shouldn't work like that. If it does work like that, then it's not a higher level of thinking. Well, you got to. That's my belief. I think there's a missing key here. And the key is this. If someone is good, they have to see to it that justice is manifest. Okay, so if I did something horrible to you or someone that you love, why should it be that I should have done that thing? You know what I mean? Like evil needs to be gotten rid of. Well, some maybe evil seeps in sometimes and it makes you do things that you don't want to do. Right. And, and so the thing is, is that God is good and his goodness must see to it that sin is punished. But because he doesn't want that for us or for you, he took it on himself. No, but like, it's like it, no, but here's the thing. He already did it once. Right. Now it's time for us to fucking... Now it's time for us to fucking take the punishment on for him. Look, uh, he already took the punishment for us once. Once and for all. Well, now, now that's it. That's it. You don't take the punishment for us once. That's it. Now we take the punishment for you. What you want us to do, God. What you want us to do, Jesus. But the true Jesus, the true God. Not, not, the, not the fucking pussy-ass one. You know, like the good one. Like the one that's fucking telling the truth. It's hard to tell who's telling the truth, though, Thomas. Oh, something's it's true. It's hard to tell who's telling the truth, Thomas. Here's how you know who's telling the truth. If something is true, it's real, and you should be able to poke I it. I understand. With, you know what I'm when saying? Somebody's telling the truth; it's real. And I but you should that. be able. If something's real, you should be able to poke it. It's, it's very hard to tell who's telling the truth. But I like if you think of a tree in the backyard, right? If the tree is a real tree, you should be able to reach out and touch it. If someone tells you a stove is hot and you believe them, but you reach out and touch it, now you know it's hot. Mm -mm. So it was true that it was hot. No, that's what you tell the five-year-old. It's not working. You know what I mean? Like, if you touch the stove and it is hot, now you know it's hot for real because you touched it. That's what I'm saying. If it's true, you'll be able to tell that it's true by, by actually reaching out and touching it. You know what I mean? And so uh, I'm trying to understand what you mean. And uh, I hope that you don't get upset with me. No, if I'm I don't not, understand I exactly what totally you mean. Totally not upset. Right now. No. Look, I, I. Not upset at all. No, no, no. I. I love exactly what you're saying, and and I don't agree with you 100%, but it doesn't mean that I don't want to continue conversation and try to understand exactly what we're, what we're talking about, you know, or try to talk to you about exactly what we're... I don't... 
I don't know why I'm so stubborn about shit. I just know that I am. It's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like I wish that I was just agreeable, like all the time. I apologize. Oh no worries. You don't want to be agreeable with something. Like if I told you, Josh, jump off the thing over there, you don't want to be agreeable to that, right? Well, yeah. So yeah. I'd probably be more agreeable to that than I would be to like agreeing about like religious thoughts. I'm just so angry at religion. Honestly, like I'm so angry at religion that I just don't believe a goddamn word that comes out of that. Is there a reason why you're angry? Yeah, very much. What is the reason? I feel like I've been lied to. I feel like I've been manipulated and I've been being lied to. That's why I feel, that's why I hate it. But, like, can you give me an example of, like, a, a lie? Yeah. Which one? Uh, so, um, the lie, I think I already told you this, but basically, um, <laughs> it's funny because like as I'm trying to say it like I can feel like inside my brain like voices saying don't say this don't say that don't say this don't say that crazy alright it's crazy like no, it's I can not. feel voices in my brain saying don't say this don't say that don't say that like don't say it as you were asking me, I'm like trying to tell you and like voices in my brain saying, don't say that. I, I apologize for the waiting time. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to re-remember. Remember, the truth is something that frees you. The truth sets you free. Yeah, when you try to say the truth, sometimes people try to censor you also. Well, but if you're saying somebody told you a lie, it, the truth is something that sets you free. So the truth, if you, when, when you recognize truth, it's liberating. It frees you. It frees you from being a slave to your own mind and to your own self and to the world and to sin, to the enemy. That... Jesus is the one who set me free. And I live a completely different life with works, but not the works aren't something I do to get saved. It's not like, hey, I have to do this, 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 and this so that I could get saved. And you just had to follow that same mentality to be able to be there as part of the. I think that. 
I think that I want to be a part of your team. I think that I will be a part of your team eventually. I think that it'll just take a little bit of time, but not much time. Pretty sure I'm going to be a part of your team. Awesome. It's just working through my brain. It's crazy. Like I have all these like thoughts and like, like my, like my brain's like a computer, you know, and it's like computing all these different like scenarios and thoughts and everything. And what it all comes down to at the end is just faith. And it's just faith. <laughs> That's crazy, right, Thomas? But it's, it's true. Like, as much as you want to, like, decipher this versus that, you don't know the answer. So all you can do is just have faith. It's, it's like a humbling, it's a humbling thought. It's a humbling experience. Definitely. Very humbling. Man, I tell you what, guys. That guy deep. That guy deep. That guy really deep. Man, I went all the way down as far as I could go. And let me tell you, everybody. I'm a new man. I feel like I'm a new man. I feel like I'm not reborn or anything like that. I'm not going to go all the way there. But like this conversation I had with Thomas was just exactly what I needed. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful conversation with somebody that is, uh, very devout in what they think. And that's very difficult to find people to that know how devout and how uh, strongly they feel about their beliefs. Not like you can talk to a lot of people like that. And very, I'm very lucky to be able to speak to Thomas uh, about. The, this particular subject in, in general, to be honest with you, because, like, man, oh, man, religion is, like, <laughs> that is a no-no. Nay, you talk to anybody that says, hey, talk about religion, nobody wants to talk about that. That's a difficult subject matter. Very difficult. I mean, you talk about, like, looking inside yourself, looking in your soul. Difficult subject matter. Man, I was almost crying just a second ago. Crazy. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. I really appreciate it. Uh, 
thank you for coming on. Like you, you're. Well, I don't want. I look. Hey, let's not let's not look at this like this is the last time you're gonna be on this. Like I want this to be a recurring, because I because this is not this is not done. In no way is this done, at all. I don't think. Unless unless you don't want to be back on. No, hey, I I would. It would be a privilege. It would be a privilege to have you on again, for sure. I, man, you opened my eyes like a lot, and I and I appreciate that. Thank you for for being so open-minded oh yeah i i didn't want to be open-minded but like man i got my eyes opened and uh no it's not that i didn't want to be open-minded i'm lying about that but i you did you did such a good job of explaining exactly what your thought or what your point of view was that i had no choice but to you know, succumb and understand what you were saying. And yours is a, a point of view of belief. And mine is a point of view of fact. So those two commonly, you know, don't mix well. But in this particular scenario, I think you transcended mine, my thought process, which I didn't think it could happen because <laughs> I'm a stubborn, I'm a stubborn thinker. I really am. And because I think so deep and I, and I, and I usually think that I, I usually think that I know more than normal people but in this particular instance you you won you got me and i'm and by you i mean faith awesome by you i mean faith awesome you won my friend and and by you winning i mean we won and we all won on this one. I love you, my friend. Love you too. I love you. All right. That's how we're going to end it, friends. Two, three, one out. <laughs> <laughs>